the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Wouldn't you like to be one, too? Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, July 26th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls, listen to your stuff, read your texts, whatever that might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. We can talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And we'll find many other things. To discuss this afternoon, we always do, so take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the state of Florida. Uh, You can go to uh, realradio.fm, that's our website, you can pick us up on, uh, how do you pick us up again? (laughs) There's Uh, iHeart, you can do that. Yeah, the iHeartRadio app, but you can also listen live on our website, realradio.fm, you click on listen live. You're there. You knew that. Yeah. He started time traveling. I got a stitch. I had an Italian sub sandwich today. Oh, Oh, that's a good time. It's hitting my duodenum. Stop it. On the phones, long distance, toll free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. Yeah. She has news Mm -hmm. in a few minutes. We'll work off that. Jack is Mm -hmm. here. Pinkman is with us as well. Later in the program, Thursday, always busy right after the news with Mo at about 4. Uh, bonus round of closest to the pin, followed by Jack's audio file. Then we talk with Pat Clark. We talk some sports with Patrick, who handles sports over Channel 2, WESH, Channel 2. At o- hey, speaking what? of that, oh. I, it just can't. Whatever, what happened to the uh, the young woman who was helping out on the TV coverage of Orlando City? Oh, she left. Did she go? Mackenzie, yes. Okay. Uh, she wondering. got a new job opportunity, and they have brought in someone else. Uh, and we don't know. I, I don't know when they start. Okay, the I just wondered because I hadn't seen her in the, a couple of the last telecasts. Uh, regular round of closest to the pin. Uh, we'll talk with uh, Dirty Jim, a.k.a. Jim Colbert. See what he has planned for tomorrow between 3 and 7. So you'll want to win. It starts at 6 with Eddie the Shaman and Mr. Pinkman as lifelines. And then we hand it over to Eddie to close up the shop and get our chi flowing. So it's very busy on oh, so uh, Thursdays. Lots of things happening. I'll make you a bet, uh, Mr. Pinkman. One dollar. Here we go. That, on. uh, Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio will uh, not be the Speaker of the House. He announced his intentions today to seek that position mm. as Speaker of the House. And I'll bet you a dollar he will not win that position. Interesting. I think he's the one of the members of the House Freedom Caucus, the super, super, super right-wing conservative, yeah. conservatives. But, uh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. announced his atten- intention. He's the one that's he's in the, the shirt sleeves He's the guy. shirt sleeves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, a, yeah what a phony baloney. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm, the, I'm, I'm rolling up my yeah, sleeves. I'm a, I'm a working man. I'm rolling up my sleeves. and I'm, yeah, No, you're not. Yeah, what a bunch of bunk. You say anyway, he won't? No, he will not be uh, Speaker of the House. I'll take your bet. It's All right, you got it. Thank you. The uh, Necco wafer... <laughs> Say goodbye to the Necco wafer. No. 
Um, After the Necco what, like 200 wafer, years? <clears throat> yeah, the Necco wafer, uh, the country's oldest continuously operating candy company, shut down operations at a Massachusetts plant uh, earlier this week. After being sold to a new company just months after it was purchased at a bankruptcy auction, the Necco Wafer, uh, Necco Wafer, somebody said the Necco Wafer has been around since before the Civil War, <laughs> and plenty of detractors would argue they taste like it too. <laughs> Stop it! But That's they are. Not nice. But it's an American candy. It's I mean, it it's, it's our. You, ha- it's you our have truck. an obligation as yeah. an American to at least have one Necco Wafer, have at least right. one in your life. Is yeah. it? Am I right? Yeah. Yes. Usually you get them at Halloween because nobody that goes wax, and buys them. Uh, that waxy paper. Uh, and right. Yeah, you get them. Nobody yeah, but, ever buys them. You get them in your bag at Halloween or your pumpkin, and yeah, that's but, the only time you taste them. Well, uh, for me, anyway, it's the only time. I've never bought, purchased a Necco wafer. I've only had it in my th- in my uh, Halloween bag. It's touched off a surge in Necco wafer sales, by the way. Well, sure. Now, the company also makes Sweethearts. Uh, sweet well, Tarts. Says, yeah, the hearts. Says, the oh, sweet hearts. For, oh, for Valentine's. The heart-shaped yeah. Valentine's yeah, Day candy. Yeah, that's a good time. As well as uh, other uh, less well-known lines such as Mary Jane's, uh, Squirrel like Nut those. Zippers, and Clark Bars. Really? Everything is closed? I like Mary Jane's. Are they closing? They didn't say. They're not oh, saying about the uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers and the Clark Bars and the Mary Jane's. God, I hope they don't screw with that stuff. Well, I don't want them just, screwing around with the Necco waiver. I know. And just so make that, enough of them to sell enough of them, and just you know, just call it call it right there. Yeah, uh-huh. bro. It's America's candy. It is America's candy. Uh-huh. It's America's candy. M and M's, baby. Yeah. Oh, or Hershey's shot. Kisses, Snickers. Hershey's or something, Her- Hershey yeah. PA, but not that. No, they were men and I'm not saying it's tasty. I'm saying it's Ew. been around longer than any other American candy, mm. and it deserves some kind of recognition. And some respect. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect, Jim. A little respect. That's all I'm saying. Thank- we wish you well in your future endeavors, Necco Wafers. Mm. 230 workers oh. going to be laid off. Maybe laid off. Damn it. Uh, so. Can't somebody come to their rescue? Well, somebody... Kind of came to the rescue, and then they decided no, this said, is not working. No. So anyway, uh, that's it. sad. With whom? So uh, go buy as many packages of Necco wafers, oh, uh, because someday they'll really be worth something like mm-hmm. a Beanie Baby. <laughs> uh, heat wave no. in Japan. Tasty as a Beanie Baby. And uh, <laughs> there's a number of people have died because of the heat wave in uh, Japan. Uh, air conditioner sales have increased 70% in Japan, Whoa. 106 degrees in Tokyo. It's coming. You don't have to be a rocket what? scientist or uh, a weather expert or a climatologist to uh, know that something's happening. And I now came to the conclusion today that in the not-too-distant future, before you know it, before you even can prepare for it, you will not be able to live, leave this building. Because if you do, you will combust spontaneously oh boy. like oh. a firecracker. <laughs> you will walk, you'll be inside, you'll be inside, it's climate controlled. Mm. But if you venture outside, you will explode like a cherry bomb. Mm. And you'll just be a, a little pile of set. dust. Yeah, it'll be nothing. As soon as you step outside, pow, Oof. boom, you're gone. I don't want to stay here. You're either. in here. You're in here. And so I can't take it anymore. I'm I'm going for it. You you burst through the, the to the through the door downstairs. And uh-huh. That's oh. it. Worth it. Nothing. Just a pile of ashes. You will combust. You'd be like an oily rag in the bottom of a bucket. You will just boom <laughs> catch fire. <laughs> you just gone. Where's Pinkman? Come on. You know. He tries to leave here. See that pile of dust out there? That's him. <laughs> it's good. And I think it will be exponential. Meaning. Mm. 
this will happen. This 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 climate change will hotter happen so and quickly. And hotter and hotter. Nobody's going to say, oh, geez, man, you better prepare because in 15 years, if you walk outside, you will combust spontaneously. I think it's just going to happen. I think all of a sudden it's just you're going to be you're going to be exiting uh, the building and somebody before you walks outside and boof, they just, you know, whoa. And you see somebody else getting out of their car, you know, in the parking lot and poof. It's like, all right, you're locked in here forever. Maybe you could. Well, why forever you, with you people for? Yeah. So what? Can't we be locked at home? Well, with whatever. our loved ones, you're locked inside somewhere. You're not going to be able to leave. Is what How I'm rude. saying. You're going to be. You're going <laughs> to. You cannot venture outside. If you venture outside, it's Oof. that's it. Plastic straws. Disney is doing away with plastic straws, and them. I might add stirrers. No. Yeah. Tiny straws. Disney uh, says goodbye to plastic straws at most of its theme parks. Yeah. Who's the outlier? It says most of its theme parks. Uh-oh. They say, yeah. look, at, well, we're going to... So somebody decided, hey, here at Disney, we're going to do away with all uh, plastic uh, straws and stirrers. And somebody said, yeah, but wait, hold on, boss. Not at Epcot, yeah. right? No, well, hold That's on a minute. Think about the people at, what yeah. is it, Disney, uh, the Paris, high end. Paris Disney, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Tokyo... Some... Yeah, somebody said, I can't do that because they'll get, mm-mm, can't oh. do it. You leave the out. Walt Disney yeah. Company plans to remove all single-use plastic straws and stirrers from its theme parks, resorts, and properties that it owns and operates across the world. The company has announced. This is a big deal. Several companies, including Starbucks, McDonald's, SeaWorld, have revealed similar initiatives. Yeah. Disney estimates it can eliminate more than 175 million straws and 13 million stirrers annually. Ooh. This is according to uh, a press release from the Disney folks. Well, good. Oh, well, uh, there's the answer to your question in the next paragraph. What? Read on. Eliminating plastic straws. No, you skipped it. Good Morning America reported the straws would be removed from all Disney oh, theme yeah. parks except for Tokyo. Well, in Tokyo, that's the way you keep cool. With a plastic straw. Really? And a stir. Yeah. Blow on your friends. So, uh, anyway, so um, there, so collect as Don't many plastic straws as you can right now because someday that will be worth something as well, maybe as much as your Beanie Baby collection. Mm. So we have that to talk about. Sweet. We got the heat wave and uh, what is it, Yellowstone or is it Yosemite, Yosemite. that's on fire? Yes, sir. A giant uh, fire. It's about uh, more than, I think, 40,000 acres. Mm-hmm. So that's a big fire. They've closed down the park. Seven Gator football players have been involved in an altercation. Come on, Gators. <laughs> Seven University of Florida football players were involved in a May 28th confrontation on campus. Get this now. Two Gators brandished BB guns resembling assault rifles. What? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Say it. Now, I have but a, they were BB guns. Here's my next recommendation. Oh, boy. The University of Florida football team hire an additional coach. And it's called the dumbass coach. How does this that is work? the coach after practice, after your two days, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you meet with a dumbass coach. Mm-hmm. And you sit down and say, Well, coach, you know, I uh, mean, uh, the guys were thinking about uh, picking up our uh, AK 47 style uh, BB guns. And uh, the other guy's got a frying pan, by the way. And we're thinking, No, 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 no. Not a good idea. Nope. A group of players, including senior tight end Siante Lewis, top receiver Tyree Cleveland, and incoming freshman quarterback Emory Jones. They're not charged by the police, but are still under review by the University of Florida. Uh, Let's see. Incoming freshman Justin Watkins 
was suspended from team activities following his arrest for allegedly hitting his girlfriend. Oh, come on. It was his second arrest in 10, 10 weeks. He didn't even get to start. He's a yeah. freshman. Say goodbye to your future. Dummy. And a lot of this involved, uh, I get, they say, a, a, a known gambler. Is that his name? Yes. What's his name? Oh, Tay Bang. Tay Bang? Tay Bang. Mm-hmm. See, this yeah. is another thing. What? You go to the dumbass coach and you say, mm-hmm. uh, Coach, uh, you know. We're hanging out Yeah, later. we're hanging out with, uh, what's his name? Tay Bang. Tay Bang? Mm-hmm. We're thinking about hanging around with Tay Bang. Look, I don't know Tay Bang. The coach would say, I don't know Tay Bang. I've never heard you, but I'm telling you right now. Mm. No, bad idea. Anybody with the name Tay Bang? Not Tay, Tay. Whatever, Tay or Tay? Tay. That's his sister. Uh-oh. Do not hang around with them. That's bad news. But I guess these uh, University of Florida football players had a uh, a beef with uh, with this guy, mm-hmm. and uh, so they had their BB guns, and one said a uh, a frying pan. To which I also made the observation: <clears throat> You're a University of Florida football player, right? Mm-hmm. Tough guy. You're six foot four and you weigh 275 pounds and you need a frying pan to settle something? <laughs> you know, you're six foot five, you weigh over 300 pounds. Let's say you're an offensive uh, lineman, right? And you got to pick up a, a BB gun and a frying pan to settle some kind of. You just, all you have to do is make your presence known. Right. I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah. You're an imposing character anyway. That's all you have to do. Yes. I understand what you mean. It seems weird to have a big... Ty Bay. Ty Bang. Ty Bang. What's the beef, Ty Bang? Well, I lost money. I lost money, uh, you know, on, uh, on on the Gators. Well, that was your first mistake. That really shows you're a dumbass because you bet on the Gators. Mm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't Yeah, go to Linda's La Cantina. I'm a reducitarian now. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Don't give me the finger, Froggy. Time for the news. Here's Mo. Oh, you took the lead story from me, and that is that Walt Disney World is joining a lot of other giant companies like Starbucks, McDonald's, and SeaWorld and is taking out all single-use plastic straws and coffee stirrers from the theme parks, resorts, all the properties that it owns and operates across the world, every place except Tokyo Disney. All right? Now, they're doing this to be environmentally nice. Uh, They want to cut down on plastic waste. They want to be more environmentally friendly. Uh, So this is their... Finally, they have come up on this, you know, jumped on this bandwagon. They're reducing their carbon footprint. That's, right. That's what nice. reducitarianism is all about. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. I applaud them. Good for you. Uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, we're you know, what do you get, a, a paper straw now? If you want a paper straw, you can have a paper straw. Yeah, nothing wrong with a paper straw. I forgot today, and I went out to lunch, and I got a soda from the machine, and I took a straw, and I'm like, oh, I forgot. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, you must hate the earth. I, you know, I forget. I wish some. I, I have to start writing it on my hand. No straws. No straws. No straws. 
Because the place I went today, they had straws. I'm gonna, I'll take. Just said, get a metal one and like keep it on a chain or on your neck. Right. Yeah. I mean, if I put it in this, <laughs> I reuse this straw, right? Oh, there you go. So I'm fine. But whew. anyway, they have. It's it's from my regular Yeti or my um, Star plastic straw. But it's a reusable one. Wow, racist! It's, it stays in the um, it stays with this operation here. You know what I mean? You wash operation. It. it stays in the you know I wash it in the dishwasher. I put it back in the in the cup. How often do you wash it? Every day when I take it home. You wash yeah. your straw every day? I do. I don't oh. believe you. Because I think it's gross. I mean, I'm afraid. Jack doesn't believe you. No, I ate three of these angry grapes, and I, mm, <laughs> I'm i still spitting out seeds. Oh, I, I got four <laughs> seeds in my mouth. I'm you wash dishes bad. every day? Mm-mm. Your dishwasher you run every day? No, every other. Maybe so you s- do that by hand? Uh, no, I have, br- I have a, a little, second. You have a little have, brush you put down in there? I have a second cup that I alternate with. So Like this, a muzzle-loading rifle. You just kind of jam something down there no, and no, wash no. it out? <laughs> like a bottle brush or something? No. Just rinse it under running water? Uh, I, I leave it in the dishwasher, and then I take my other cup to work. Yeah, okay. Uh, right. So I, I have a system. You know, there's something always in process. Just saying. NASA, Jim, is bringing back the astronauts, but they're not going to fly on NASA rockets they're going to fly on either spacex or boeing commercial rockets they are making a big announcement uh not tomorrow but a week from friday august 3rd huh oh you to take a pay cut i don't know. You know that elon musk he's trying to save every penny he can get his hands there on. are already four astronauts who've been training for this commercial crew program uh that they, an elon musk project uh well spacex is yeah okay and boeing you know i don't know what mm. that is who gets the, they, they know it's going to be one of these a couple of the four people whose name is on this list Robert Benkin, Eric Bowe, Douglas Hurley, Sunita Williams. They've all been on previous missions to the space station. Oh, right, we can pay you minimum wage or give you uh, stock in Tesla. No. I'll take the minimum wage. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I got a million of these things today. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of Democratic state lawmakers are blasting the Florida Department of Transportation over the failure of the new SunPass toll system. Remember, they, they took it offline, and they put it back on, and it's not right. And it's They're calling it toll gate now. A good e-pass. Saying that some residents have been double-billed, and they know about it, but they're not taking it off of your bill. Anyway, now they're calling on Rick Scott to suspend again the toll collections until they fix this SunPass system once and for all. You get that e-pass. It works all throughout the state of Florida. And all you Georgia. have to do is drop into any mm-hmm. of the e-pass uh, reload And they'll lanes. run it out to you. Yeah, yeah and then somebody will bring mm-hmm. one out to you. It's a free sticker, by the way. It's very impressive. Wow. E-pass. I got it. Uh-huh. Works in Florida, Georgia, North Carolina. And they skip some state, don't they? South Carolina. Oh, don't that's ask right. me about South Carolina. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> uh, Jim, we're going to have don't a new... Don't bring it up. We may have a new state uh, U.S. senator. Bill Nelson is running against Governor Baldy. Now, Governor Baldy is in the lead <sighs> on, on the Republican yeah. care. Governor Baldy is in the lead. Rick Scott is in the lead on the Republican side of the nomination. Uh, Bill Nelson, when they put him head to head, actually, uh, Scott is up 44 percent. Bill Nelson, 40. But there is still 16 percent undecided. Is he going so, back to space? I don't know. I don't know. They also did a survey for governor. Nice segue. I don't know, but they did a survey for governor, and they now show that again in the Republican bucket for governor, it's Ron DeSantis. Yeah. In the Democratic bucket for governor, it is Gwen Graham. 
Uh, this survey was done by Florida Atlantic University. Surprised Bob Graham hasn't. Uh, He's done a little, but not a lot. Made contact with us to see if he can come in. You know, oh, plug his I daughter's uh, candidacy. Mm-hmm. Let me take a little break. Mo's got more news: the birthdays, the food, bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. News. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Here's Mo. Today, July twenty sixth, twenty eighteen, and today is Bagel Fest Day, National Bagel Fest. Day. Where is that? I don't know. It's okay. all over the country. Bagel Fest. And uh, it's also Coffee Milkshake Day, which sounds like a pretty good time pretty for good, the summer, yeah. right? Uh, you get the, the great taste of coffee and an ice cream you know, kind of milkshake all in one. Yeah, it's coffee ice cream. Uh, whoa. All right. Uh, whoa. If you say whoa. so. It's just a milkshake. What? It's coffee flavored, though, I guess. You just you get coffee ice cream and let it melt. You get a, That's not the same. Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, that's what it is. What do you think of Never mind. I don't want to argue. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Tomorrow we won't be together, so Friday uh, is July 27th, and it'll be Scotch Day. Hey, would you guys go ever buy on. a mattress via internet. the internet, or would you go to a mattress store first <sighs> and roll around a little bit? Well, you should roll around a little bit. I've sold one on Craigslist. Well, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about selling no, one. No, I'm not talking about selling. buying Fine. one. Ew, someone bought a mattress from you on Craigslist? Yes. Gross. <laughs> that's so gross. They got to sleep big... on something. Yeah, that's true. What do you uh, want them to do, sleep on the ground? Yes. Okay, tomorrow <laughs> is Scotch Day. Not a giant fan, but let's move to Saturday, where board. I am a big fan of both of the days on Saturday, the 28th. It's either Milk Chocolate Day, Yeah. right? Milk Chocolate, always a good time. Yeah. And it's also Hamburger Day. So, you know, basic hamburg. Make it at home, go out, whatever you want to do. Find your best hamburg and have that on Saturday. Finally, on Sunday, it's also two very popular items. What do you got? Sunday, July 29th, 2018, is either lasagna day. Like lasagna. Or chicken wings. One of the first things, uh, you know, single guy, whatever, Mm -hmm. just learning how to cook. Yeah. One of the first things you can make and relatively easy is a lasagna. How many layers is too many, though? Three's enough. Three's enough. All right. And don't boil the noodles beforehand. No, you don't have to buy special noodles you either. Put Regular those stiff noodles. noodles right in the pan, the mm-hmm. sauce, the Extra cheese, sauce. or whatever the meat, mm-hmm. and uh, the steam off cooking will uh, will um, uh, make the noodles nice and limp. Democrats. Speaking are- of food, I've never been to Linda's Cantina. We were talking about that earlier today. Mm-hmm. Of all the years I've lived in this town, Damn. I've never been to Linda's Cantina. Have you, Jack? Nope. It's a good time. I went last night. I don't know where it is. On Colonial. 50. Colonial Drive. Right. A little, bit, Herndon. a little bit east of the, yeah. Orlando Executive mm-hmm. Airport. Oh, I, way. Total, I stay where, uh, away from there. But I was a block away from the Fashion Square Mall. Well, that's where it's, it is. It's right Keep there. Going. It's been nah, there for years. There. It's been there longer than I've been here. Oh. I've been here forever. <laughs> Jim, you remember <laughs> when right. Adam <laughs> Putnam ran for, is running for, for governor, I guess. Or Republican, something. yeah. Yeah. He calls himself a proud NRA sellout. Well, now state representatives... Uh, one from Tampa specifically says it was Adam Putnam's office that issued almost 300 concealed weapons permits to people who did not pass the background check. A bunch of dollar Ron DeSantis uh, wins the Republican primary for oh. governor. Oh, you think? Mm. Over Putnam? Yeah, he's yes. a warrior. Mm-hmm. No deal. Okay. The Agriculture Department looked into these 300 people who got concealed weapons permits without passing the background check and said, oh, oh, wait, um, we'll investigate that. And we think it's now been fixed. Uh, the other state legislators say it smells like a cover-up, and she wants the governor to appoint to appoint an outside investigator. <laughs> yeah, good uh-huh. luck. One in five Floridians will soon be changing their address. AAA reports that 19% of 
of Florida residents are planning to move within the next 12 months. Most plan their move for either the spring or the summer. AAA says half of those who move will stay in the same city. One third of them will move within the state of Florida. 17% will say bye-bye. Two areas in Florida, by the way, are among the nation's top destinations to move from other places in the U.S. of A. To, to move to these places or move out of these to places? To move to. Okay. Um, the, Wait a minute. Let me, let me, the two let me Florida take a places. Guess. Okay. Marco Island. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Uh, on the top 10. Who's on the top 10? We've got two areas. Big areas? Mm-hmm. Major metropolitan mm-hmm. areas? One's Orlando. Right. That's six. And the other is Jacksonville. No, Tampa, Sarasota-ish. Oh, you know, on the Gulf Coast. The number one moving destination was Atlanta, followed by Phoenix, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Houston. And then, as I said, Tampa is five, or Sarasota, that whole quadrant there. Uh-huh. And Orlando is number six. Uh, new figures from the federal government indicate that Florida's job market bounced back after Hurricane Irma. The Bureau of Labor Statistics is reporting Florida had a gain of 214,000 private sector jobs in the last couple of months of 2017. Yeah, but just don't tell you what kind of jobs. Which is the biggest increase of any state. Stores across the Sunshine State are gearing up for the upcoming sales tax holiday on back-to-school supplies. According to James Miller with the Florida Retail Federation, merchants love this holiday yeah. because yeah. it's second only to Black Friday in sales. Yeah, you can get a break, a sales tax break on a jock strap, but not on a notebook. No, you get notebooks. <laughs> Consumers stand to save up to $40 million this year. It starts, again, not tomorrow, but next Friday, August 3rd, runs through Sunday the 5th. Eligible items include clothing, Shoes and bags costing sixty dollars or less. There's always weird things on there, yeah, like how the camping lanterns. How did that get on I there? Know. And uh, school supplies that have to cost fifteen dollars or less. You mentioned seven UF football players involved in a confrontation. Speaking of, by the way, and if you have time, Schools. make a donation to a gift for teaching. It's a great organization. Yeah, great. Does great work for uh, school children and teachers in the area. You Just can make saying. a donation at any of the Publixes is around here. I did. I got a bag. You did. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Which I'll I always forget to use. Yeah, you should I get a bag. I love Publix, and every time I'm in there, my wife keeps saying, come on, Jim, come on, use the, use use the, the cloth bags, will uh-huh, you? the canvas Instead bag. of the plastic, and uh, mm-hmm. you forget. Don't just forget. You you don't bring them with you, or you bring them and leave them in I the car? I just forget. They're in That's the, what yeah, I do. I leave the them in the car. They're nice bags, too. I know. They are nice bags. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, it's it's almost back to school already, which <laughs> is shocking. I like book bags. That, that's true. Old-style book bag. UFC fighter Conor McGregor has accepted a plea deal that avoids jail time for a brawl at the Brooklyn Barclays Center during a court appearance in, in Brooklyn today. 30-year-old Conor McGregor pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct for this incident back in April where he chucked a metal dolly at the window of a bus. I uh, deserved it, too. Uh-huh. Hey. He, ended up, he ended up injuring two UFC fighters and in the incident. Bugger heads. Looking at him the wrong way. Yeah, hey. He might have been facing seven years on felony charges. Yeah, seven years. Stand he on also my head seven has years. to undergo anger management and five days of community service. They've now arrested a third guy for the death of XX Extension. Or, yeah, him. That guy. Uh, two other suspects arrested. A fourth one remains at large. They grabbed the third one today uh, in a little town near Macon, Georgia. They're holding him on a warrant from from Florida. Uh, Seminole County Sheriff's Office still looking for a missing Winter Springs girl. A 14-year-old mm. was last seen Tuesday night at her home following a family dispute. She still may be within the area, so keep your eyes posted. Uh, peeled for this. Uh, this girl is 5'8". 
Uh, she's probably on the thinner side. 140 pounds, brown hair, brown eyes, seen wearing a peach shirt, bike shorts, her hair in a bun. She may have a bandage. Hair in a bun? Hair in a bun. Wearing her hair in a bun. The Mennonite? Oh, no, girls wear their hair in a bun. It's hot out. You know, get your hair up your neck. Put your hair in a bun. Well, it's no. not a bun, is it? Yeah. yeah not that's not a, bun. a ponytail, but you make it into a bun. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. New research, Jim mm. says Uber is pumping a lot of money into the Florida economy. Yeah, how about that Facebook? Oh, whoops. Um, they did a study and All found right. they found the growing use of Uber has led to more than one billion dollars in annual economic impact here in Florida since 06. Part of it is the boosting of the income of many drivers who were previously unemployed. And it provides reliable, you know, wheels for people to help the tourism industry as well. So in 24 hours, Mark Zuckerberg has lost $17 billion of his own personal wealth. But I heard someone say Damn. he's not brown bagging and he's still got plenty. I mean, just saying. I don't care. Even if uh, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The Kennedy Even Center. if you're worth $200 billion, Yeah, he is. When he said $17 billion, Yeah, you're like, ouch. 10%. Yeah, something $17 billion less something than like uh, what mm-hmm. I had yesterday? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. Jim, the Kennedy Center has announced a new, their yeah, new the class. T-shirts. Their new class of honorees. The organization recognized singers Cher and Reba McIntyre. A composer, Philip Glass, a jazz musician, Wayne Shorter this year for their contributions to American culture. They're also going to award the co-creators of Hamilton. Uh, We'll be getting a special award. I guess that's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, The 2018 Kennedy Center Honor Ceremony takes place in Washington, D.C. on December 2nd. You mentioned Necco Wafers. Necco Wafers. 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 Abruptly shut down their operations at Massachusetts uh, at their factory. Yesterday, uh, thir- uh, what's say Thursday? Yesterday, Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, <laughs> after being sold to a new company just months ago, they were sold back in May for seventeen million dollars. That new company said, "Eh, I can't do it." He didn't market it correctly. I don't know what they did, but now they. they... Hey, it's, you ran it right into the ground, even further than it was before. Shame on you! This is a great American candy. Uh, well, tastes like cockapoopy. Yeah, it tastes like they came from the ground. I know. It tastes like chalk. <laughs> it's terrible. But it's still an American candy. It's still. You Do they know... have them in the vending machine? Let's get some. No. Are you sure? No. no, we only have good stuff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Roman like Charge now has the. Monopoly on wafers. You know what? It's interesting you should say that. <laughs> That's the only wafer that tastes worse than a Necco wafer. When Michael Wanzi was... When oh, Michael, yeah. Uh, Fake uh, news. What did you do? Soak it in wine first? When uh, Michael Wanzi was... every a, Sunday. Nope. When Michael Wanzi was a little boy and he would play... Uh, he would play the priest. You know, he would... Uh, he would use Necco wafers as the host when his sisters and brothers and cousins would all do this. How does uh, this... I mean, mm-hmm. this Catholic Church has changed so much... Since the day that, I, that when I converted, I'm not a practicing Catholic. I'm not a religious person. But I thought there there used to be a time you wanted to go get Holy Communion and take the take the, you know you had to, you had to confess your sins. You do confess now. You just your have sins. to think about it. Oh, think about it. And you just think about it, and then you go get communion. Couple Hail, Mary, Hail Marys. What do you call? Yeah. And our fathers. What about our fathers? Yeah, there's no uh, penance rosary. anymore. Eh, it's okay. Just think yeah. about how bad you are. Private, and then you know, a couple yeah. of hail marys, you're good to go. Hey, they say that's not a sin anymore, but I still keep bringing it up. Mm, goodness gracious! <laughs> Doesn't mean it won't cause some physical disability. Jim, the people around carpal pop- tunnels. <laughs> the people, Jim, around pop star Demi Lovato 
say they tried to stage an intervention uh, just a week or two ago <laughs> before she ended up suffering an overdose on Tuesday. TMZ is reporting that her people, her crew, thought she needed help. They tried to do an intervention just a couple of weeks ago, but she blew them off. The 25-year-old uh, uh, Demi Lovato was rushed to the hospital on Tuesday after she was found unconscious in her home in the Hollywood Hills. Now she says she's op- up and walking around. She's good. She's you know she's on the mend, but oh, boy, no. was that a scary thing. The final season of Game of Thrones for next year will debut earlier, not later next year. The president of HBO Programming confirmed season eight, the last season of the hit fantasy series Game of Thrones, will air in the first half of 2019. What? Which Still is, flying around on those dragons? Maybe. The announcement is really good news for fans of the Swords and Dragons saga. I love it. Uh, yeah. I was people into thought, it for a couple of seasons. People though. thought they'd have to wait until you know the middle to the end of the year, but mm. no. Is the eunuch still on that uh, on that show? Mm. Eunuch. How about the guy that was in The Wire that played the mayor of Baltimore? Mm. All right, moving right along. Yes, please. I'm trying to remember who that was. Who? The mayor of Baltimore. He's guy. the one who. Uh, he's the. Uh, oh yes. He's the guy who ran the whorehouse. Yes. He. Um. Uh, Littlefinger. I mean, house of ill repute. Um. <laughs> How do I say? I don't want to spoil it don't for spoil anyone who's anything. in the series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're doing He's a, a prominent s- figure. They're doing a sequel about of nine to five. Jane Fonda announced yesterday that she is in it. Lily Tomlin in it. Dolly Parton. All of them will yes. star in the sequel to their nineteen eighty movie. Nine to five. Dabney Coleman in it. Is he dead? No, he's alive. Oh, is he? The show. I just fo- saw an interview with him. Oh, the show. It's f- a documentary, as a matter of fact. I think on Netflix or HBO. Mm. I Did, don't know. Jim, didn't your, dad, didn't your dad discover Dabney Coleman? No. Buffalo Bob? No, he discovered Buffalo Bob Smith. Oh. <laughs> Howdy Doody fame. Wasn't Dabney Coleman Buffalo Bob in a show? He was. Yeah, ah. Buffalo Bob, a TV show. That was a pretty good TV show. It just didn't connect with the audience. The so good news the is that all three <laughs> of those... connected with Jim. They said it was ahead of its time. Wait, uh-huh. Isn't it Buffalo Bill? No, it's Buffalo Bob Smith. No, that is, but the one that Dabney Coleman was in Buffalo was Buffalo Bill. Bill. Yeah, it was close, Jack. Good. Thank you. Uh, uh, look, Jane Fonda, <laughs> Lily Tomlin, Dolly Parton are all in the reboot. Um, but no they, Dabney Coleman. No, uh, it doesn't say anything about him. Lame. I'm sorry. It's nothing without Dabney. There's a town called Kingman, Arizona, and they are the latest victim of Sasha Baron Cohen's series on Showtime. Yeah, Route 66. And now they're hitting back. Isn't it? Yeah. Kingman something San Bernardino. Yeah. So, right. Get your kicks. Uh, 66. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's Kingman something San Bernardino. I don't know what the something is. But anyway, the city government of this Kingman, Arizona, they said we, we were we did not know it was him. He mocked our town on his program last weekend, and we are pissed off. Oh, whatever. Uh, they put out a statement this week slamming Sasha's show that included a fake <laughs> town hall meeting about a proposed mosque. It included people uh, in the city, yeah. in Kingman, Arizona, what of 29,000, telling Sasha the mosque won't be welcome because it would lead to Muslims committing terrorism in the neighborhood. The city statement called Cohen's Who is America? A low-rated show. It sounds like a presidential tweet. It also said comments in the show, fairly or unfairly, show the town still has more work to do to move the For community. nation of idiots, and I blame it on uh, cable. I was at cable's fault. Because there's so many options now. Back when Watergate was breaking, everybody was tied into the three, four, whatever you want to call it, major yeah. networks. It was it was the main show in town. All right. Yeah. Now there's so many things out there. I'm scanning. I'm I'm going through the uh, you know because 
enough of Anderson Cooper, enough of Rachel Maddow, enough. So I'm going around checking the what's on TV at that time, and I finally realize we we've become. I mean, when we have a show that Shark Tank meets Shark Week, I said that's it, it's over with. Mm-hmm. We're done for as a republic. <laughs> All right. Chris Cuomo has some kind of audio technician expert, you know. Dialed into the into the Cohen Trump audio tape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh come on! I did what see are you? It. What are you? Come on! What are you doing? Oh, no. We we, we got to go that far. Another show that may be a Shark re- Tank versus Shark Week. They all got all the guys from, and what's his name? Mark Cuban. He's got they put too much rouge or whatever on lipstick on him. Oh. Yeah, and he's like, oh, dude. Yeah. Really. What's next? Uh, Leather cap and jacket. The other show that may be getting a a reboot (laughs) is Frasier. Uh, Kelsey Grammer is reportedly meeting with writers and producers to explore this idea. It's still very early in it. But when Frasier was on, it ran for 11 seasons from 93 to 04. Funny program. It won 37 Emmys. It was a good program. So, you know, everything old is new again. Kelsey Grammer may be coming back. This is what they have to do. Maybe. This is why Netflix is killing them. Because Netflix comes and HBO comes up with original programming, and all the all the networks, they you know it's just retreads. Oh, let's bring back Kelsey Grammer. Mm-hmm. Let's bring back Roseanne. It's what the Shark Tank want. versus Meet Shark Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of clever. I don't know. I think it's kind of cute. Hi. Uh, do you want birthdays, or I have one more story? Whatever. I just want. thought it was kind of stupid. All right, happy happy birthday to Sandra Bullock. Uh, she's now 52. Oh, please. Four. On the dot, Pinkman. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a Kapuya for you. Geniality. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies. Kapuya! Kapuya! Seriously. Okay. Pinkman, Mick Jagger. Ooh. You got he, the moves like Jagger? Yeah. Happy, happy birthday! He is now 76. Ooh, that's good. 75? Uh, On the dot, Thank Pop. you. Yeah, very good. Nice. weekend. What? I mean, long weekend. Uh-huh. Okay, how about Helen Mirren? Seventy. Seventy-two. Seventy-one. Pinkman, seventy-three. Yes. And that's the Lottie Don. Just call me Moira. Take a little break. When we come back, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Here's what we will do. We'll open up the lines, and Mr. Pinkman will select one of you at random, I might add, and you will play against him in this bonus round should you win. Good luck. Uh, for the rest of your life. Good fortune for the rest of your life. However, if you lose, remember, bad luck for 24 hours. All upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Now that we've all quit Facebook and started talking to each other again. Hey, you want to see pictures of my new spice cabinet? Okay, facebook.com slash Real Radio Orlando. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Here we go. Bonus round of closest to the pin. James on is on the line. James will play against Pinkman in this bonus round. And of course, if James wins, he gets that You Matter business card that guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. James also knows if he loses, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. James, how are you today? 
Good. How you doing, Mr. Miller? Very well. Thank you for asking. All right, James, 10 questions, including the crow question at the end. Speak loud and clear into that phone so we can hear your answers. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. James Triple Crown winner Justify is now officially retired from racing. In the millions, what was Justify's earnings over his short career? $220 million. Talk about crowns. Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, married Queen Elizabeth of England in what year? Oh, How old is actress Elizabeth Hurley? 52. Hurley was in a movie called The Weight of Water that was released in what year? 1996. In boxing, a lightweight fighter can weigh no more than how many pounds? 120. The boxing movie called Gentleman Jim, starring actor Errol Flynn, was released in what year? 1972. Jim Phillips, once known as the Little Piston, was the boxing champion of Barracks B at Miami Military Academy in what year? 1967. The movie Police Academy was released in 1984. It runs how many minutes? 132. In Police Academy, actor Steve Gutenberg played Officer Kerry Mahoney. How old is Gutenberg? 67. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Steve Gutenberg was a crow in Brooklyn, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Mount Kisco, New York? Mount Kisco, New York. 78. Time. All right, mm-hmm. there you go. Not too bad. Eh. Here comes Mr. Pinkman. Could be back and forth. You never know. All right, Mr. Pinkman, uh, what we do, we set his handicap at 18, but we allow him to roll the dice, whatever that number is. We will take off 18, and that will be from 18, and that will be his handicap for this afternoon. Mr. Pinkman, do you have dice in hand? Do I ever? I'll go ahead, buddy, and roll them bones. Oh, oh! Oh, dang it! What'd you do? Did <laughs> it roll off? Three. Close, and then it one hang up, hung on the edge of the table. Yeah. And he ended up with a three. It should have went further. Should have gone. Should have went. Ten oh, questions, yeah. including the, the crow question. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky Triple Crown winner Justify now officially retired from racing in the millions. What was Justify's earnings over his short career? Uh, $25 million. Talk about crowns. Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, married Queen Elizabeth of England in what year? 1952. How old is actress Elizabeth Hurley? Uh, 56. Hurley was in a movie called The Weight of Water that was released in what year? 1990. In boxing, a lightweight fighter can weigh no more than how many pounds? 140. The boxing movie called Gentleman... Gentleman Jim, starring actor Errol Flynn, was released in what year? 1960. Jim Phillips, once known as the Little Piston, was the boxing champion of Barracks B at Miami Military Academy in what year? 1960. The movie Police Academy was released in 1984. It runs how many minutes? Uh, 112. In Police Academy, actor Steve Gutenberg played Officer Kerry Mahoney. How old is Gutenberg? He is 61. You know, within 25, you went outright. If Steve Gutenberg was a crow in Brooklyn, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Mount Kisco, New York? Mount Kisco, New York. Uh, 123. Time? Oh, boy. Mm. Here we go. Let's score it. Mm-hmm. 
Justifies oh, earnings. He's retired officially now. No more racing for Justify. His earnings oh. over his career in the millions, James said. Wow, $220 million. And Pinkman. $25 million. $3.8 million. That's it. Pinky starts off strong. Oh, probably make that in the first three months of his stud career. Oh, you would. Uh, the oh, Duke boy. of Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, married Queen Elizabeth of England in what year, James said? He thought it was an old queen, 1766. Pinkman. 1952. 1947. Pinkman has two. James has zero. How old is actress Elizabeth Hurley? James said. 52. And Pinkman. 56. He, she is he, She is 53. Ah, James, you're on Dang the board. It. Don't panic. Hurley was in a movie called The Weight of Water, released in what year? James said. 96. And Pinkman. 90. 2000. Ah, James, it's all tied up. See how quickly things change. In boxing, a lightweight fighter can weigh no more than how many pounds, James said. 120. And Pinkman. 140. 135. Oh, Back and forth, back and forth. Pinky takes the lead. The boxing movie called Gentleman Jim, starring actor Errol Flynn, released in what year, James said? 1972. Pinkman. 1960. 1942. Pinkman gets another point. Mm -hmm. Four to go. Jim Phillips, once known as the Little Piston, was the boxing mm. champion of Barracks B at Miami Military Academy. At what in what year? Now, when I asked this question of my wife earlier today, because she takes this test, I see. When I asked that question, <laughs> she couldn't stop laughing for about a minute. <laughs> the Little Piston. It is. I'm shaking my head in here, but really, yeah, okay. How rude. Yeah. Kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I was the champion at Barracks B. Yes, we know Lightning that. Lightning speed. Oh boy. The Little Piston. Were you fleet of foot? No, it's like a oh, piston. Boom, 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 boom. This yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. With the fists. Jeez. Got it. Okay. For a minute. I said, uh, Catherine, my sister. Yeah, settle down, will you? Come on, Catherine. Come yeah. on. Sweet on. Come on. What's, what's so funny? It's not that funny. I'm going to go, it's not a, a double entendre. It's, I'm talking about my fists. Oh, I mean, fast boy. as a piston. Oh, that piston. Oh, boy. Huh. Mm. So okay. anyway, uh, anyway, James said what? 67. Pinkman. 60. 65. Okay, James oh. gets another. The movie Police Academy, released in 84, it runs how many minutes, James said? 132. Pinkman. 112. 96. Oh, Woo! Pinky gets one. Two to go in Police Academy. Actor Steve Gutenberg played Officer Kerry Mahoney. Could we ever forget? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. How old is Gutenberg, James said? 67 years old. And Pinkman. 61. 59. Oh, Pinky's taking a commanding lead now, Jim. Uh, Pinkman has six, and James has three. So oh boy. This is his Get only it within chance. 25, you win outright. Oh boy. Steve Gutenberg was a crow in Brooklyn's birthplace. He would have to fly how many miles to reach Mount Kisco, New York? James said. 78 miles. Pinkman said. 123. Steve Gutenberg would have to flap his wings and fly a total of 48 miles. Oh, James is out by 30, not 25. He does get the point, but it's not enough. Pinkman wins the game. Hey. I'm sorry, James. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm. Bad luck Are for you, really? you starts right now. Remember, close only counts in yes, horseshoes, finally. hand grenades, and closest to the pin. pin going to be a great pin, weekend. Pin. Ever been on one of these electric bikes? No. no, I don't think so. Have you? No, but there's a lot of a lot of attention is being paid. This? What Where electric bike? Electric bike. They're for any bike store now. They have electric oh. bikes. Mm-hmm. The, the motors are teeny tiny, but you can get I think get up to thirty five miles an hour on these things. Mm. Like a Tesla? Like a moped? Oh yeah, like a moped. No, it looks just like a bike. It looks like a mountain bike. Mm. They're they're fat tired, but not a beach cruiser. Mm-hmm. And they're powered by uh, brand, a little electric motor. They still have pedals. I mean, you pedal it, or you can just, you know, turn it off you go. Hmm. 
They're expensive. Mm. But uh, what's more, expensive? The electric bike. Oh, what's uh, that mean? No, price? What, what does that mean? Does <laughs> I that think mean? anywhere from geez, thousand on up. Mm. I've seen some for sale for five thousand. Ay ay ay. But uh, yeah, a lot Very of attention. Fancy. Yeah, but you. Why not? Mm. Not polluting the. Especially, you know. I mean. Oh, again with the carbon footprint. Well, sure. You cut back on your. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a reducitarian. You are a reducitarian. Well, not until you get on a scooter or on a moped. Those mopeds are awful. What's a Vespa? When it comes from, that's a scooter. Uh, But uh, mopeds are terrible for the environment. Why? Because of the uh, cycles of the engine. Basically a two-cycle engine. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well be uh, driving your weed whacker. And, uh, (laughs) but whatever it is, an internal combustion engine, you're adding... Mm. So are gas oil mix engines more harmful to the environment than straight gas I, engines? I don't know. I'm not, I think so. You're just making stuff up. Want to make a bet? Oh boy. Do I want to make a bet that, that you're what? making stuff up? Do you think pound for pound that a two-cycle engine is or a, a regular internal combustion engine mm-hmm. pollutes just as much as a two-cycle engine? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. If it's burning the fuel and the oil's in the fuel, seems like it could be messier than in a gasoline-only engine. The oil oh, is yeah. self-contained. Yeah. I'm going to say the two-cycle engine probably is a little more uh, a pollute, uh, polluting than a regular engine. Anyway, these electric bikes no are bet. gaining more and uh, more attention. And Am I, I right? imagine as they gain more and more intention, attention that the mm-hmm. price will come down as more and more are produced. You heard it first on the Phillips File nice. on Real Radio 104.1. Nice. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. That thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. With all due respect to President Doofus, there is no market for soybeans in Europe. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Oh my gosh, Jim, was it you? Uh-oh. I know we usually have a pact when the uh, lottery gets up there. Mm-hmm. Though we ha- recently had one for about half a billion dollars. What's it at? I don't know. Well, it was already drawn. Oh. Uh, Did you have a ticket? Uh, no. No. So you were not playing the Mega Millions? Uh-uh. Uh, no. I don't pay much attention to it until it's worthwhile. $543 million. Why don't we talk about that? That's what I'd like to know. I didn't hear it in the news. Big Daddy it. wasn't telling us. I bought a ticket and then threw it on the ground immediately when I realized I didn't win. What, you didn't buy yours in California? No. Because that's where the winning ticket was sold. Wow. Damn it. And besides besides the person who has been unidentified at this time, get that. You know who else gets money? Who? The store owner. That's yeah, right. right. Oh, yes, I did know that. Uh, yeah. I was in Florida, too, yeah. Uh, but the owner of a San Jose, California store that sold the ticket is also a million dollars richer. They get a million. Wow. His name is uh, Kual Sakdev, who owns Ernie's Liquors, and he is pretty excited. <laughs> we feel today, as a family and friends, that we have realized our dream, which we longed for. Ernie's Liquors. Yep. Somebody bought their winning lottery ticket at Ernie's Liquors. Uh-huh. Yeah, he said he always hoped his store would sell a winning ticket. 
Of course. I uh, just can imagine that the life is going to change drastically for anybody Ernie. who bought a lottery uh, ticket at Ernie's Liquors. Me too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I hope so. When it was getting ready to go, it was five hundred twenty-two uh, millions, but with all the excitement about it and late sales, it went up to five hundred forty-three million dollars. Mm-hmm. No one has come forward to claim the prize yet. They can take. So if they take the one lump sum payment, what do you think it's going to be? Two fifty. Two seventy-five. Three twelve. Two twenty-five. Three twenty. Oh, wow. I was close. That's my lucky number. I should have won. You should have. R.I.P. Yeah. Ugh. But you didn't play. Didn't you didn't play. play. I didn't play. Pinkman was the only one to play. Uh huh. Would you now, Pinkman? Yes. Yes, Jack. Here's your chance to pretend you would have been have magnanimous. Some yeah. Uh huh. Would you have shared your your winnings had you won? I'd probably give each of you a million on my way out the door. <laughs> Fair enough. Got a plane to catch. Bye. It wouldn't be the two percent that we have in our, you know, pre- in our, arrangement, our, yeah. our arrangements from previous mm-hmm. lottos. Would you be satisfied with a million, Jim? Certainly not. Wait, how much <laughs> do you get? He gets three if he takes the. No, one, I gave him the opportunity oh, to work here, so he'd have yeah. the money in his pocket to buy a lottery ticket. Oh, he certainly would owe me more than he owes the two of you. Oh, time out! No, if you're giving no. him more, you got to hook me up. Oh, because no, 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 no! I no. was the one. If it wasn't for me going through the interview, you wouldn't work here. Well, then I'll just disappear without telling any of you. No, you got to hook up Jim and I. Moira, you can... Me. Jim and me, and, and Mo, we can, like, you know... Oh, great. They can stiff me? I don't think so. Nah, you don't want to get her... I don't her, like all this. You don't want to get her husband angry. Yeah, then he might punch me. He will. Me. He'll come right over and punch you in the nose. See, she admits it. See, he, because you it. planned your wedding on his birthday. He can't catch Ow. He can't catch me if I'm flying to Mykonos. Oh, Wait a minute. True. You that's, planned your can't wedding... can Mykonos. It's on fire. You planned your <laughs> wedding... True. On Moira's husband's birthday? That's your birthday, too. That's it. my birthday. I planned it for your birthday, sir. Oh. Not even Sorry, the surprise has been blown. Mm-hmm. All right, we, we move on. Uh, Jim, the national anthem policy with the NFL. <sighs> it's on all... This is... I know. It's like a scab that they just keep ripping off so Jerry it won't, Jones. So it won't mm-hmm. heal. Mm-hmm. Yep, Jerry Jones. You know, the NFL uh, had asked... All the teams to submit their policy because right. I, I bet it's fine. Okay, what well, you know? What are you guys gonna do? And so this was Jerry Jones talking about how he planned on ha- handling it for the Dallas Cowboys, also known as America's team. Mm-hmm. It's our our position that we've always had a written policy in place. Our our policy is that uh, you stand at the anthem, toe the line. Toe the line. How about we just do away with this? Not the national anthem, but at sporting events, unless it's the Olympics and you're getting a medal. I mean, what, what is this political theater that we go through at sporting events? We don't do it for uh, for musicals. Right. You go to the theater, you, know, you don't I just do, stand for the pledge or for the national anthem. You well, know, just say, this is not, you know. Jim. I don't get it. I, re- I really don't understand why nobody has the nerve to say, why don't we just, you know, not even bother with this? Why, was, why do we do this? This is this hasn't been around since the beginning of the nation. Mm-mm. No, but a, now it's being used as a uh, a political wedge, a political football, if you well, will. I know that. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Well, but, then somebody ought to have a nerve to say that's exactly what it is. It's a political football. It's political theater. And let's stop playing that game. Let's play the game. I mean, let's get out there and kick the ball or whatever you have to do. And mm-hmm. enough of this stuff. Well, it was a, a, a subject. I'm a patriot. It was kind of waning. The subject until uh, President Trump kind of chimed in on it last year. And uh, Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, says the president is not helping the anthem issue. 
Yes, his interest in what we're doing is problematic from my chair and uh, I would say in general the owner's chair. Uh, like the very game itself, that's the way it is and uh, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. Well, that'd be it. And, he's, and Jerry Jones says you can't stay in the locker room either. Correct. Toe the line, Jim. You got to come out Didn't and they stand. agree? I thought, I thought the owners was... agreed. You could look. If you yes. you got to stand. If you don't want to stand, you have to stay in the locker room until the national anthem is over with. And Jerry Jones says, uh-uh, not with the Cowboys. Right. That was the league policy. Now, the teams can come up with their individual Whatever. plans, and he's saying uh, no locker rooms. So what do you want next? Somebody buying their soft pretzel, you know, down in the bowels of uh, that stadium to, to stop? Yeah. Whatever. Buying a beer. The guy's Come coming on. around. Ice cold beer. And then what? Uh, everybody, th- well, I guess they don't shout out during the national anthem. No, they don't. But, I mean, let's just finally come to a conclusion about what this is all about. You know, they're going out the field with gigantic flags. You know, fighter bombers are flying over. You know, the fireworks are going off. And I, you know, I stand. Can I take my hat off? You know, it's, it's a matter of uh, being civic-minded, I suppose, or polite. But I've always wondered, what are we, what are we doing this for? What does this have to do with the, with the kicking a ball or hitting a ball? It's just me. I can't speak we, for the rest of you. My husband I and don't I think was, anybody else thinks about it. We were somewhere, and they were playing the national anthem. I thought it was inappropriate. And uh, my husband and I sort of looked at each other, and we ended up sitting, you know, for... Ooh, you get the stink eye? Why, why was it inappropriate? I remember thinking, not it wasn't the, I don't remember if it was a pledge or the national anthem, but I remember we looked at each other without a word. Like, I didn't say to him, if they play the national anthem, let's sit down. I mean, we didn't do any of it, but we just sort of let them do it. And we thought, why Why are they even bothering with this? It's like when they have meetings, you, know, where, you know, they appoint know. some committee, some government, and they have a committee, and you know, right, right as they're starting, let's all uh, join hands and in prayer. Say, no, 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 no. You want to pray? Do it before the meeting, all right? Oh, boy. Get the elevator and pray to your heart's content. Yeah. Never have understood that either. I know, actually, I do know, actually, uh, somebody who uh, called them out on it. Yeah, that's right. Then we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be standing for the anthem tonight when my wife sings it at Orlando City Stadium before the Lions, well, I guess after the Lions take the field, before they play New York City FC. Uh, Jim. Oh, Ma- yeah, sorry. Just quickly, the one of the silliest headlines of the day is <laughs> on the sports section of the Orlando Sentinel. Oh, the headline of the story: Lions still in playoff race. <laughs> That's not that. That's not nice. There's a chance they'll come back. What are there? Fourteen games left. Yes, they're three, just past half. You could get three points a uh, three points a game. Hey, you want to make a bet on it? Mm, no. I think I already did. I'm going to lose a dollar. You did. Uh-huh. <laughs> you That's said that Orlando will make the playoffs this year. You and Pinky have a buck on now, that. What are the odds? Now? Yeah. What are the odds that they'll make the playoffs? Reduced. Very mm-hmm. good. Reduce the Terrian odds. I just thought it was kind of a silly headline. It's like. Seriously. They're still in the race, Jim. That's, I support them. They're, they're not, not mathematically out of it. That's what I think they're trying to tell you. Yeah, okay. Just saying. Jim, Matt Lauer was back, did his first interview Uh-oh. since his uh, exit from the Today Show. No kidding. Yeah, it wasn't here. It was actually in New Zealand, Checkpoint, with John Campbell. Remember, he had a lot of land over in New Zealand, yeah. and for a f- foreigner to own land... Uh, there's a clause that if there's any moral issues mm-hmm. or character issues with that person, that they can be denied that land. And with his oust from and the the accusations against him on the Today Show or from the Today Show, 
uh, someone's using that, you know, to try and get the land. So he's saying that someone's taking advantage of this situation. But here is Matt Lauer talking to John Campbell in New Zealand. I don't think I'm uh, I'm being a conspiracy theorist here or, or paranoid. I believe the groups that are, are behind this are, are in some ways, unfortunately, taking advantage of some difficult times I've been through over the past six months. And I think they see me as an easy mark. Wah, wah. That doesn't even sound like Matt Lauer. No, it doesn't. Yeah, fake oh. Lauer. Yeah. He's probably still in New York and they're in New Zealand. It's kind of a far way. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's not that far. That's all the time we have for today because if it's Thursday, it means Pat Clark is oh, up next. Baby. Pat Clark and Sports is next. We'll talk some soccer. We'll talk some Tiger Woods. We'll talk some University of Florida football. When we return on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news right now. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Star Trek fans can now look the part with Vulcan earbuds. Cool. These are not the droids you're looking for. Wait. Next, a zoo has painted a donkey with stripes to pass it off as a zebra. People are mad but have they considered that maybe that donkey identifies as a zebra? Finally, a 10-year-old driver wrecked his parents' Lexus while driving a 7-year-old pal to the beach. Just as Icarus before him, this boy has flown too close to the sun. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Pressure becoming too much. You'll never be able to afford another SUV if you don't get that raise. Call now. Toll free. 888-978-1041. Real Radio 104.1. We want to get it on because we don't get along. Got that right every Thursday. We talk with Pat Clark. Patrick handles sports over at Channel 2, WESH, Channel 2 in Orlando. We spend a few minutes talking sports with Patrick. Please welcome Pat Clark back to the program. Hello, Patrick. James, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. We're, I mean, it's football season, so it's here. So we're starting to get jacked up for this. Mm-hmm. I know you are. Yeah, I'm, right? uh, yeah. I, uh. No. Well, I, uh, I well, you're talking about football. Let me let me start right off because one of the big stories today is the University of Florida fighting Gators, and seven of the players are now under student conduct conduct review after they had a. I don't understand this story. They had a confrontation with a gambler involved uh, BB guns and a frying pan. Now, here's what I don't understand, Patrick. Tay Bang. Tay Bang, number one. I got two observations on this. Go with me on this. Number one, I think the University of Florida football team ought to hire another coach, and they called the dumbass coach. Mm -hmm. And this is after the two a days. You meet with the dumbass coach. That's his title, and uh, and you go to the dumbass coach and say, Coach, not for nothing, uh, but we've uh, we're thinking about uh, having a meeting with this uh, gambler, and we're picking up BB guns at a frying pan. What do you think about that? And the dumbass coach would be, that's a dumbass thing to do, guys. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Number two, I don't understand why any football player at the University of Florida would need a BB gun and a frying pan. All you have to do is show up. You're six foot four. You weigh 275, 325 pounds. I don't know what you All you do is show up, and it's over with, right? What do you need a BB gun for? If only it were that simple, right? I guess. Um, it's this era of invincibility that these young men have. They probably had it since they were freshmen in high school. They're coddled and they're taken care of, and they're led to believe that they're the greatest thing since 
sliced bread. Perhaps even more disturbing than that one is the uh, the freshman from Eastridge in, in Claremont, who's right. an incoming freshman. Justin Watkins is his name. And, I mean, the, he's suspended from the team altogether right now. Um, he's gone. Uh, arrested for hitting his girlfriend, allegedly. I'll, yeah, I'll bet a dollar he's Damn gone. It. His his, his future at the University of Florida is over with. What an idiot. And this is the second time in like two months that he's been arrested. I'm, yeah, why? What are they thinking? I don't know. I don't know whether they have meetings before the start of the season where they, you know, you know, the, everybody gets together and say, guys, you got to think. You got to really think. I mean, this is all eyes are on you. You're the BMOC, so to speak. And, uh, you know, and, and make it clear if something happens, you know, you're off the team and you're off the campus and any dreams that you have, however slight they might be, about going to the NFL, it's over with. You know, go play in the Canadian Football League if you want to. Oh. But you know what? I, I I don't get it. I don't understand it. I I, I don't get it. Florida. And here comes Dan Mullen. You know the new head football coach. Yeah. And camp is getting ready to open up next week, and uh, the questions aren't going to all be about, well, what's the outlook for the season? Mm-hmm. Some of these questions are going to be about these young men who now have to face this code of conduct. I'm not certain exactly what that is all about. But the chances of them being suspended would be, we can talk about that a little bit later. But the point is, these are questions that Dan Mullen is now going to be faced with, questions that he is going to have to answer, and that's not what you want. But it's bad enough that this Florida team was just 4-7 and seven last year, right. didn't play in a bowl game, and their the head coach was fired probably because he lied to the media about death threats. I mean, they, they need to clean things up there in Florida. And by all accounts, Dan Bullen is a good guy and a great coach. And this isn't what he expected to step into. It's just going to be another big, bad distraction that he's going to have to deal with in these first few days of a new season. I guess these guys had a beef with this gambler. What was his name? Tay something. Tay Bang. Tay Bang. Tay Bang. Tay Bang. There it is. Yep. So they had a beef with Tay Bang. Because Tay Bang, I guess, lost money on the Gators, and they should have said, how stupid are you? You bet on the Gators. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? This is your alma mater. I know it is, but I mean... uh, I apologize for laughing. There's nothing funny about this. It's just ridiculous is what it is. Oh, you laugh because it was a good line. I mean, that's why... Well, that was a good line. Yeah, I know. I mean, you can use it, by the way, in the week this weekend. Oh, listen to you. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let me move on. Uh, well, I hope things get cleaned up for your Gators, James, because I know that you anticipate a new college football season as much as the next guy, and you don't need these distractions for your team that desperately needs to turn turn things around. Yeah, my and Flo- do it quickly. My Florida visor on right now. I think I put my you, is it my Florida, my UCF visor. No, Which Florida. One is it? My Florida visor You're on right, it right now. now. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, as soon as they drop three games on the season, I'm out, I'm out of there. They'll you know never how wear I am. it again, yeah. No, I'll wear it again, but I mean, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. such a fair weather fan. Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, either either win the SEC championship or, or go home. It's it's all or nothing Ugh. with me. Hey, here's an idea, James. How about getting a UCF visor? <laughs> I do. I he have has one. one. I have one. I wear okay. it from time to he time. He is ready to go okay, on that. So, yeah, I would be ready. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think that Gator visor could be displaced by UCF quite easily, couldn't it? Whoa, 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 right. whoa, whoa there, cowboy. Yeah, I'll wear it from time to time, but, you know, I can't give up on my alma mater. I mean, it's, a, you know, I mean, it is it is the most prestigious university in the state university system. There's I don't no, know if that's the case. Are you kidding me? 
I'm sure alumni think that, but there are other alum. I mean, what do you say, academics or sports or what? It is the premier university and uh, the state university system. There's absolutely no question about that. So I'm going to move on to Tiger Woods. Yes, please. And uh, Tiger. Yeah, Tiger actually got a phone call on Sunday. From Eddie the Shaman, who never calls me, I get a message, leaves a message, right? So, and I'm thinking, why, why, is Eddie, why is Eddie the Shaman calling? Somebody died, what happened? You know, somebody can't get a hold of me, so they called Eddie. Eddie's calling me, has my number, for whatever reason, I don't know. So I listen to the, I listen to the voicemail and says, brother, dude, you wouldn't believe a tiger's in the lead. And I'm going, seriously? <laughs> You're calling me for that? And uh, but he was uh, Tiger was making a run for it in the British Open there for a, for a, for a, a minute. Hot minute at least. that was it. Yeah, a hot good minute. for him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely good for him. Yeah, I mean, uh, I had some folks over at the house on Sunday, and you had this jumbled leaderboard that included Tiger Woods, yeah. and Jordan Spieth was right up there. You had some of the big names in the game right there. Rory McIlroy was in it for a while, and it's like, oh my goodness, this is going to be wonderful. Maybe they'll have a playoff. And wouldn't a playoff be terrific if Tiger Woods is in it? Of course. And then maybe he finds a way to uh, to, to win the event, and there's that 15th major that has oh. eluded him for the last 10 years. Wouldn't that be something? Wow. Now, none of that happened, but at least we were all excited about this again. See, what we've talked about this before, James. This is what Tiger Woods does to us yeah. when he's playing golf sure. and when he's in contention. Those of us who... Uh, might not otherwise care about professional golf at all, suddenly get sucked in. That's true. And 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 you're interested and you want to see how he's going to do because this once tragic figure is now built his built himself up and here he is getting ready to win another major. It very nearly happened. He very nearly won at Bay Hill. He very nearly won in Tampa this year. It's going to happen at some point. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I'm not sure it's going to be a major, but I think Tiger's going to win again. Don't you? Uh, well, how can uh, we not think that now? No, I don't think so. I think I think that many, many times until he you know enters the senior tour or becomes a commentator, Stop. he'll be very close to winning. Uh, but will he win? No. Now, I mean, if he goes to uh, you know. Putt putt golf tournament, you know, gets the ball Listen, through the clown's that's face. Now you're being disrespectful. You know, see? The, now, uh, I like wrong. that windmill one. That's always a that's no. always a okay. hard one. Now listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna respectfully ask Jack to save this little clip mm-hmm. because one tiger wins and it's not like I'm gonna rub it in your face at all, James. Kinda. I would never do that. Mm. But I would wanna play it back because <laughs> Okay. And I think of all of the $1 bets that you've made with Jack and others there about Tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, it seems to me like sometimes you were betting that he would win again and then that he wouldn't win again. Uh-huh. And now I just think that we need to go on the record with this. Yep. And we need to save this clip because I really believe, James, that at some point Tiger is going to win again on the PGA Tour. And it will be the biggest story around the world that day. Well, he better do it this season. The only way I'll collect. Yeah, Jack's got what? One more a PGA dollar, event. Right. Yeah. I got a dollar bet with Jack on you this. Do, yeah. And by the way, I had a what five dollar bet on what that or what was it that he No, in the major he would be it's a dollar bet. In the major he would finish in the top five. <laughs> oh boy, oh. was I close. Oh no. right, well we still have a uh, the PGA championship in August. Mm-hmm. And then I have a dollar that he will win any event this year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm good. 
I'm getting both, Pat. You're not so, real. Jack, uh, you got to bet not necessarily because you believe it. You I know, Pat. Bet, right? Since no, since the night that you know uh, 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 his wife smashed out his window that Thanksgiving so long ago, I have been saying Tiger is not done and he will come back. Jim has been no. against him the entire time. And I know you have wondered, no. but Pat, I have been a Tiger supporter all the way. No, exactly Tiger. what happened on Sunday. Oh, uh, he was no, he was. I mean, and I thought, oh, here we go, here goes Tiger. Mm. And I saw it on TV. As a matter of fact, some people missed it because it was only a little, little snippet, and uh, you could see his caddy yeah. uh, uh, turning to him. And oh. if you can read lips, you knew exactly what his caddy was saying. He said, "Tiger, not for nothing, but." Uh, Perkins has opened up near Loch Ness. Oh, golly. It all went went south. That is cool. It went went south right from there, man. He just lost it. That is cool. He got the shinnies. He got the shakes. He got a bad case of the yips. Uh-huh. And it just uh, no. went right out the window, right there. And that there. is so cold and so inappropriate. Uh, Perkins open right there by Carnoustie. They serve <laughs> some haggis. You get a little haggis yeah, uh, for breakfast. Yeah, with there. a couple of eggs. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, Tiger's going to win the Perkins open. <laughs> now, stop it. You are really rude. That is so mean. See, <laughs> so if you use that, it's I'm funny. telling you. Yeah, the I mean, Perkins I don't know open. if all your audience would get it, but if you had a line like that in your weekend sports roundup, you know, about the only tournament Tiger's going to win in the future is the Perkins Open, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 would, so I know wrong. I would literally fall off my chair. That's so wrong. It's just, it's wrong. I think Jim's going to wet his pants no, in here, but that, but that was, is so wrong. And if you just kept on, straight, it a little funny. do it, it and it just is. keep it's a straight funny, face man. and see yeah. if anybody responds what? to it. Oh, goodness gracious. Orlando hey, City. A little interesting note about the winner of the tournament. Yeah, okay. This Francesco Molinari. Yeah. This is true. Back in 2006, yes. in the first round of the Masters Golf Tournament, Tiger, of course, was playing, and Tiger's playing partner was Eduardo Molinari. Mm. And Eduardo, Eduardo Molinari's caddy was his younger brother, Francesco. Huh. Oh, really? Twelve years later, this caddy at the Masters yeah. becomes the Open champion. Mm-hmm. Pretty that? cool. Pretty cool. Bobbity boop. Yeah, it's good. Good for him. <laughs> Spaghetti. Hey, let me talk about Orlando City. Okay. Uh, big controversial, uh, the, the last game, of course, losing to Columbus. Bad call. Well, now the, the refs uh, ref. even admit it's bad. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was just, mm-hmm. a, 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 just a terrible call. You can't unring that bell now, can you? Nope. No, no. You know? I mean, and it's... Everyone has spent so much time since Saturday talking about this and uh, the that, what is it, pro, the, the group that uh, supplies the referees for these right. matches has even admitted it was a bad call. Mm-hmm. Um, but was was there any bad call when Orlando gave up that long goal in stoppage time? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the referee had nothing to do with that. I guess my point is the final score of that match was three to two. It's too bad. It was a bad call. There have been bad calls before that have gone against Orlando, but Orlando somewhere along the line has gotten some good calls in their favor as well. This is just bad timing for this. So rather than dwell on it, why don't they just concentrate more about trying to get three points tonight? Because you can't unring that bell. What's the line? You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. So let's let's move ahead. Uh-huh. I'm sure that I completely agree with the, uh, you know, and I, I've got some great friends at the Sentinel. I want to be critical of the Sentinel, and I still get the Sentinel. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up this morning, yeah. and that first that headline that I saw 
mm. on the sports page just didn't seem quite right to me. I mentioned I it at the beginning of the downer here, but the, or it said something like you know playoffs. They, they still have a chance at the playoff, good chance or something. I don't yeah, know. it says Lions still in playoff ra- race. Mm. I mentioned it at the beginning of the program. Yeah, Jim was that's laughing just silly, about it. Yeah. That's just a silly headline. He called me over and said, "Look at this. This is the funniest thing I've seen in the Sentinel in weeks." I mean, and I'm, I a, looked, I'm and a fan, and, and I like, and, I, and I support them, but that that's just a, that's a silly headline. I you know you can't blame the Lions. I mean, it's whoever wrote the headline for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Probably some robots. I guess that headline. Technically, the headline is true, Correct. but that's just not the headline you would expect to see right now for a team that is struggling. So that is six points below the red line, and right now, it just based on what we've seen, it's. It's hard for this team to get one point at a time, let alone three. So yeah. six points below the red line seems far-fetched yeah. at this point. Well, you get out there um, and play. Carolina and... scored a goal against New York City FC this year. They played them twice. They outscored five to nothing. Yeah. Um, I hope for their sake they can win tonight. Oh, now you're making me sad. I'm this already getting not. response oh, to. I don't want to make you sad. Oh, you're already getting response to the Perkins Open uh, thing. That's funny stuff. People are using that's it all funny. over. You know. uh, yeah, that's that, that's that's a good line. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Open. I don't know if a percentage of your audience would would get it. Oh, they get it. No, I don't know if they'd get it. I uh, know. I think a only no, a minority. A sophisticated audience team. They get it. Oh yeah, they know stuff. Yeah, it's not like my audience. They're going, what the hell? Yeah, they're scratching Perkins, their what? butt. No, no. Where's stop that hell? No, no, it's good. Windermere. Stop it. So anyway, all right, Patrick. Anything else going with your? How's the family doing? The family's doing good. In fact, I'm going to be in Iowa in a couple of weeks. I'm going up. Uh, one of my sisters turns 60. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, the 60, 59 hasn't been good to her. Mm. You know, it's what? just, uh, you know, she's, uh, well, she's just, there's not much to look at. But anyway, I'm going to go so up there. That's so mean. Oh, okay. What? Nothing. Never mind. Stop by so the, uh, the Iowa State Fair. There's some new food treats at the Iowa State Fair. Oh. They've got the pecan pie. <laughs> on a stick, deep fried. Oh, Pat. Oh, boy. Yeah, your your insides are going to be really uh, crying out for some vegetables or something. Yeah. I'm going to go see the butter cow again. I'll send you guys pictures. Well, yeah. Pick up a. You see if the Boykin Tractor Company has a tent set up there. Will you can get me a cap if you don't mind? That's B O Y B O Y K I N Boykin Tractor Company. Seriously? <laughs> That's what he's interested. He's, he's I, making fun of you, Pop. I am not making fun of you. No, I don't he's do making that. fun of you I a am not bit. making fun of anybody. I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know who's set up there. It's a gigantic fair. I would imagine they have vendors all over the place. I'll bet you a dollar oh, John Deere's got something set up there. But you don't want a John Deere hat. No, I got more, I got more John Deere hats than I know what to he's do He's already with. got all that. He I, needs yeah, I, It's one of my hobbies. Mm-hmm. But besides collecting uh, brass hose nozzles, <laughs> I collect uh, tractor... <laughs> <laughs> tractor no, you're making and fun. That's tractor true. and feed supply company oh, hats. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. My wife. I'm not. That's. It's not a joke. I probably it sounds have three dozen though. of them. It does sound ridiculous. I I don't wear them much because it's the old school ones. You know, the and, foam front with the. And Pat, it was because of you that I ordered the the takeaway the um, genetic kit. So I'm doing Seriously? it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And have you done and, it yet? No, I, it's on my kitchen counter. Jack told a great story about getting his results. You told that great story. I thought, I have to get no, in on this. I'm in true. on She's already tested. It came no, back positive. Not. And the fact of the matter no. is, Patrick, she's related to you. No, that's, oh. no, no, no. None of that's right. You're, no, no, no. I haven't even opened it. It's sitting on my kitchen they counter. They have matching mustaches. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, know, oh, yeah. I, know you're, I know you're practicing uh, Roman Catholic, but I, I'm Somewhere here to tell you right now, yeah. you're a Jew. Oh, boy. So... <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, Patrick. Uh, it's always fun talking posted. to you. I always yeah. look forward to it. Okay, pal. All right, I'll talk take to you next week. Okay? You got it. All right. Pack mm-hmm. Clark Handle Sports over at Channel 2. Thank you, Patrick. WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Now that we've all quit Facebook and have started talking to each other again. Did you know your mom's been writing fan fiction? I did not. Very erotic. No, no, no. Facebook.com slash Real Radio Orlando. Do not lose money carrying high debt. Every morning of every day when the sun comes up, I look deep in my coffee cup. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at someone who says he isn't missing you. Me too. I'm on the blues every night Even if it don't turn out right I've got plenty of time with nothing else to do Me too. I used to sing sweet rock and roll I used to sing a little soul But now all I can do So, Mo, when are you going to send in your 23andMe uh, spit? I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know why I feel a little nervous about, uh, you know, even uh, open, taking the cellophane off the package. They've oh, made boy. a uh, deal with uh, GlaxoSmithKline. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that today. Gee, how could that go wrong? <laughs> hmm. Okay, I wonder what their interest might be. No biggie. They want to sell you We're medicine. We're really interested in your ancestry. No, they want to sell you medicine. So if it says that you're prone to arthritis, then they're mm. going to get the arthritis mm-hmm. people to hawk you a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I wonder if they have any connection to insurance companies. Oh, God. Mm. We like to do everything to, sorry, we don't cover you because of your pre-existing conic- uh, uh, condition, uh, condition right. that goes back, you know, way back in your gene pool. Right. But other than that. We found out your Neanderthal roots have heart trouble, so you're dropped. Right. Huh? Are you worried that you might not be African after all? Ah, buck, 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 buck. maybe you're part chicken. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> no, I think I'm African. 15% sub-Saharan. No question all. about it. Pygmy tribe, no question about it. Hey, 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 what? Very short. <laughs> very, very short. Mm-hmm. Not that short. Five, four and a half. Yeah. I'm just you're saying. Five, four and a half, like my shoe sizes of 15. No, we measured on the wall, not that. No, uh-uh. Remember, we measured on the oh, wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm taller than Angel. Everyone knows. That's true. And I was five, four and a half. You can. All right. No, that's I do know I'm shrinking. Maybe I'm 5'4 and, and a quarter. Whatever you think is. That's no, fine. Seriously. Whatever you think is good. That's fine. No, I'm just saying. That's not why. I'm, you know, I, I told my daughter today because one of the things on Jack's medical report or whatever mm-hmm. was they, they, they can tell you if you are a redhead. Right? I mean, yeah. one of, that's one of the things that they screen for. I don't know why. 
So I said, why don't you take it and see if it's legit? Because we know she's a redhead. And I wonder if she does that spit test and sends it away, if they'll pick up that she's a redhead. So you're going to just, like, you know, a $100 test of the I system? I want to see if it works. Yeah, then. Your DNA is all over the damn place. What? So Necco Wafer, that company is closed down. This is sad to me. It is kind of sad in a way. The Necco Wafer uh, company, Necco, the country's oldest continuously operating candy company. I'm not saying it's a great candy. I'm just saying it's been around for uh, forever, it seems. Shut yeah. down operations at its Massachusetts plant. And, jeez, uh, now we don't know what's going to happen to Mary Jane's and the Squirrel Nut Zippers and Clark Bars. Because uh, that's the same company, and those sweet, those oh. those hearts that you get at Valentine's Day that say "Be Mine" or "True Love" or yeah, whatever. Sweet hearts, right? Yeah, th- those are in the same um, family. So maybe those are gone too. They might be. Oh. I can't remember the last time at a Clark bar. Never a fan of Mary Jane. It was always like Peanut at butter? Halloween. Yeah, it was like oh Mary Jane. It's like ah, I want a bit of honey. Uh, I like Mary Jane. So I don't think Breaks I've ever teeth. had a squirrel nut zipper. I don't think I have I don't any. Even know so, I like the band. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah. there you go with that. That's uh, disappointing news. It says it was Disney shut down immediately. Disney is saying goodbye to yeah. plastic straws at most of its theme parks, plastic straws and stirrers from its theme parks, except for uh, Tokyo Disneyland or whatever they call it. Yeah. I'm not quite sure the reason for that. But um, they say they can say eliminate more than 175 million straws and 13 million stirrers annually so well good for good for them that's the big environmental push now is to go to paper straws. straws yeah yeah i don't know paper what straws a, what about a paper straw yeah, they squish they, they flatten too easily you know you don't realize that you're you know when you're using the straw that your mouth pre- and then once the two sides press you're again, too much pressure yeah but once you have to like, you have to be really careful and then once you you know the two sides meet you know between the liquid and the thing and your spit you have to you practice know. that's all just practice oh, yeah, yeah. Jeez, there's a bar in the mills 50 area yeah. that is now using bamboo straws oh, how does that They're work pretty out? awesome bamboo straws yeah bro. yeah bamboo Ancient Bamboo. Chinese secret. Disposable, or do they wash them? What do they do? They They're collect disposable. Them? No kidding. But they they don't pollute the earth, obviously, like plastic straws. It's do. a grass, you know. That's what they say. Yeah. No, that's what it is. Well, are they that? Thick as a bamboo, like I mean. Yes, Mo. It's yes. It's that three inches in d- diameter. It's big. As a matter of, some of them are bigger than the glass. Your uh, the, mm. the the you know the the glass that your drink uh, is in. That doesn't seem like that's good <laughs> so for the you environment. You put it over the glass, and then you pick it up and it you sip. Se- for- Let's leave the bamboo for the pandas. Stop making straws out of that. No, it's like shaved bamboo, like a shaved bamboo shoot, and then it's twisted into a straw. Yeah, shape. they got machines oh, for it. Oh, I yeah. see. Mm. Yeah, bro. It seemed like, you know, cutting down more trees. Be very, very careful with bamboo if you plant it on your property because the roots will oh, go everywhere. Face it, right? it bro. Yeah. Oh, that's a good thing, isn't it? No. Uh, no. It takes over your other plants. Get under your concrete if you yeah. have a patio. Uh, oh, or, plumbing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then you live in a bamboo hut. Makes a nice sound, though, when uh, when the breeze is blowing. Then you got to pay Fritz to come over to dig a trench. Got that, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Plumber got, can come got by got and replace the Got that clack going what? on. Yeah, nature's wind really? chimes. Thank you. Huh. Nature's wind chimes. Heat think... wave in Japan, 106 degrees in Tokyo. 106. So at the beginning of the program, the day I don't think the day's too far so, away from you'll step outside and just combust spontaneously why is like that, a rag in a, a royally rag in a bucket. 
What? Why is that news over California being in triple digits and 116 or 119 in Arizona? Because this is the first time it's ever been that hot in uh, in Japan and Tokyo. Ah! It's been that hot in California before. Yeah. California's used to that kind of stuff. Not saying it's comfortable. I'm just saying, you know, you got those Santa Ana winds. Or is that in the fall? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't the Eagles sing about that? One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Just moving right along. Yeah, right. it's really hot. As a matter of fact, the sales of air conditioners in uh, Japan has increased seventy percent in the past week. And a lot of old timers over there are not used to this. They, they, they're too not frugal, but you know they, they they're not used to having to provide climate control. And so it's the older people are the ones who are perishing because they don't really have the you know the AC in place, and they're too cheap to buy one. So they end up dying, expiring right there. Yeah, they've closed down Yosemite National Park. They've evacuated the park. They've closed it down. It's uh, covered in smoke and fire. And how big is the fire? 30,000, 40,000 acres? That's a big fire. It is. So, uh, and they've, they've arrested somebody for setting that fire. It's arson. They think it's arson. They actually uh, have people spot sure. the guy setting the fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dude, what are you doing? He gets out of his uh, out of his automobile. I know whether he's got a Zippo or a flamethrower, maybe mm-hmm. one of those Elon Musk things, and he's and he's just starting fires. Mm-hmm. I think you're allowed to, you know, just slap him around a little bit. I'm not saying really put a hurt on him, but I mean, what, time you to, what are you doing? Tie him to a tree? What? No, I wouldn't tie him to a tree. Mm-hmm. You might, you know, maybe burn and, the hairs off his forearm. How does the, that feel? Take a slow walk to the, you know, pay phone. To oh, yeah. Call There's the a fire guy department. who might be in trouble over here. <laughs> Steely Dan sang about Santa Ana wins. Yeah, and it was a storyline in an episode of Chips. <laughs> Eric Estrada points. Yeah, it, oh. It's a very dry, dry, hot wind, the Santa Ana wins. Oh, it just sounds awful. Yeah, they say well, they fan wildflower. Yeah, it's still 115. I'm sorry. I'd, I'd rather have a, would you rather no. have a 100 and, 105 dry heat? Or ninety nine with humidity, sixty five percent humidity, seventy percent humidity. Nope. I go with the dry heat any day. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin 407-916-1041. There's a new app that can help you get stuff done around the house, so your leisure time is just that leisure time, and not time to be working on a honeydew list and getting. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! It's that time again, time for the regular round of closest to the pin uh, this afternoon. I'm playing against Mike. Nick is the backup. I will head to the soundproof booth while Mr. Pinkman tells you about the prize. You can win this before you can buy this because the tickets go on sale tomorrow, but we've got a pair of tickets to see the Doobie Brothers at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts on October 19th. Again, tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. at drphillipscenter.org. Great prize. It is a fantastic prize on the line, and let's bring aboard Mike. Good evening, Mike. How are you? 
Hey, what's up, guys? I got my uh, daughters, Ellie and Libby, listen, so I'm going to whoop some gym booty today. Okay. Oh, yeah. You got your squad ready to go and I have a category for you sent by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's a companion category to yesterday. This is indeed called Yo Holmes. <laughs> yesterday was Yo Holmes. This is Yo Holmes. Questions about the great fictional detective Sherlock Holmes. Uh-oh. It, it can never just be about what the title says. Right. Never, ever, 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 ever. Okay, Mike, you ready to go? It's a Sherlock Holmes-related category. Let's do it. Here we go in three, two, one. British author Sir Arthur Conan Doyle created Sherlock Holmes as a consulting detective in his stories. Holmes first appeared in the novel A Study in Scarlet. What year was that? Uh, 1959. Holmes occasionally uses drugs, especially in the absence of stimulating cases. Cocaine, for example, injected as a precise solution at a specific dosage. What percentage? At 1.5%. Basil Rathbone played Holmes and Nigel Bruce played Watson from 1939 to 1946. How many films over that period? Sherlock Holmes earned Robert Downey Jr. a Golden Globe for his portrayal of Holmes and co-starred Jude Law as Watson. They returned for a sequel, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. What year was that? The, the original or the sequel? The sequel. 2016. On TV, Elementary star Johnny Lee Miller as Sherlock Holmes and Lucy Liu as Dr. Joan Watson. How many seasons for the show so far? Four. Time. All right. Good job. Let's put you on hold. <laughs> Bring Jim back in. Rathbone. <laughs> Basil Rathbone. Or Basil. Is it Basil, Basil. or Basil? Ba- I don't know. Basil. What did I say the first time? Basil. I don't know. You I said Basil. I said Basil. So I I'm don't going know. With that Ever seen the movie Shanghai Nights? Yes. Mm-mm. There's a character <clears throat> similar. Never mind. I can't oh, say I can't anymore. say now. He's here. Yo, what? Holmes! That was yesterday's category. Remember Yo, Holmes? Mm-hmm. That was yesterday, Yo, no. Holmes. Today is Yo, Holmes. <laughs> Slight difference. Like Larry Holmes. Or yeah. something. Not too, uh, not too not far too off shabby. there. Yeah, Mark not too Holmes. bad. Uh, Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, sent in the companion category today. Questions about the great fictional detective, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> oh, okay. The great detective, Larry Holmes. What? Now, no. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> you ready to go? Sure. Uh-huh. Sure. Right. Sherlock. Ready to go on Sherlock. Reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. British author Sir Arthur Conan Doyle created Sherlock Holmes as a consulting detective in his stories. Holmes first appeared in the novel A Study in Scarlet. What year was that? Uh, 1890. Holmes occasionally uses drugs, especially in the absence of stimulating cases. Cocaine, for example, injected as a precise solution at a specific dosage. What percentage? 2%. Basil Rathbone played Holmes, and Nigel Bruce played Watson from 1939 to 1946. How many films over that period? Basil Rathbone, 10. Sherlock Holmes earned Robert Downey Jr. a Golden Globe for his portrayal of Holmes and co-star Jude Law as Watson. They returned for a sequel, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. What year was that? 2013. On TV, elementary star Johnny Lee Miller as Sherlock Holmes and Lucy Liu as Dr. Joan Watson. 
How many seasons for the show so far? Four. Time. Okay. Oh, Can't believe bro. Brad left out the best Sherlock Holmes rendition ever. What? With Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. Benedict oh. Basil Rathbone? I don't think so. Oh, Out of the Baskervilles? Oh. Nice try. Oh, let's That's go. Today. You haven't even watched it. What do you know? Oh. Sounds like it's getting out of hand, people. <laughs> I saw him with that black with that black overcoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You didn't care for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I thought it was good. Mm. I bet your wife likes it. Not better than... No. You know, She's you know, a smart lady. Doesn't wear a deerstalker hat, doesn't smoke a pipe. Come on. He did in an episode. Oh, whatever. Is he shooting up with cocaine? He's probably... uh, he does do drugs. Oh, uh, hypodermic? <laughs> Just like the cool kids, no, Jim. Is he going to the opium den? Come on. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember much. Hanging around at the but pub. I know I love you. <laughs> All right, here we go, Jim. We have a category submitted by Brad. Let's yeah. grade this. Yo, Holmes. What up, Larry? Uh, so, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle yeah. created the detective. What year was that first novel? Mike said. 59. What, 1959 or 1859? I, he said 59. He said 59. That's 1959. I guess so, so, Jim said. 1890. 1887, Jim. Pretty close, dude. <laughs> Even if it, he said 1859, he yeah. still would not have won that Correct. One, so. Correct. <laughs> I'm just saying. Holmes occasionally uses drugs. So, at what percentage did he use? His uh, cocaine injection. Uh-huh. Uh Mike said one point five. And Jim two. <laughs> the answer seven percent. Yeah, it's the name of one of the novels, I think. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh huh. Seven percent solution. Tricky, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's what it is. He also dabbles in morphine and visits an opium den. Uh, Both legal doesn't? back in those times. Yeah, who does way. <laughs> Basil Rathbone. <laughs> Not to be confused with his brother Basil. It might be Basil across the pond, but here in America we call him Basil. He tried to sound fancy, so we say Basil. He played Holmes. Mm-hmm. Nigel Bruce played Watson. Mm-hmm. Sign here. <laughs> in 1939 yeah. through 46. How many films over in that run from 39 to 46? Yeah. Seven-year run. Okay. How many films? Uh, Mike said. Seven. Jim. Ten. Fourteen. Jim gets that point. Oh, Mike. He's got you on the Come ropes, on back. buddy. Come on back. Yeah. Uh, so Robert Downey Jr. Uh, was in the movie. First of all, it was all right. Uh, whatever. He got a Golden Glove. I thought it was good. I yeah. it was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was with the Jude first Law. one was better than the second. Yes. The second one was A Game of Shadows. What year was that? Mike said. 16. Jim. 13. 2011. Jim gets that point. Sorry, Mike. Can't win, buddy. No, yeah, no. Actually, they have a third movie scheduled mm-hmm. for release in 2020. It's Elementary, my dear Watson. Uh-huh, elementary is the name of the TV Boy. show here in the States on CBS. Johnny Lee Miller mm. is Sherlock Holmes. Lucy Liu is Dr. Joan Watson. How many seasons for that show thus far? Mike said. They both said four. The answer is six. Mike gets a point. But not enough. Jim wins the game. It's Elementary, my dear Watson. You lose. Oh, I'm come the on. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes and grenades and closest to the pin. Not cool, bro. What? Cool. what? You beat up Mike in front of his girls. Well, oh, we had we his daughter kids. and I think a friend, Zoe and Doey, I think. Well, you take your chances <laughs> in life, don't you? Yeah. What's it going to say? Damn it. Basil Basil. Basil Basil, yeah. Bailey Frathbone. Had a great <laughs> nose, great profile. Not the best in Hollywood. They say that uh, oh, oh, it'll come snapping. to me. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, I can't remember. All right. 
You were close. Close what? I could tell you were getting close to it. I was. It was, it was coming up, and yeah. then it just, you know, it's, I'm, yeah, then here we go. It's just, I mean, oh, here we go. Nothing. Sure. Yep. So uh, I still say that the BBC one, and I think they're done now with Benedict Cumberbatch done, and also playing Watson, you know who? Martin Freeman Yeah. was oh, in the, Fargo. The right. little one from what, Mo? Lord of the Rings? Correct. Good job, Mo. Bilbo Baggins. Oh, boy. Was he Bilbo? Well, he was in The Hobbit, not the Lord of the Rings okay. trilogy. Um, sorry, missed it. Thank <laughs> you very <laughs> much. Cool. I think they should be considered connected. They are. I like, right? I, you know, when I think of Sherlock Holmes, I mean, I know things can be adapted to the to, to modern time Shakespeare uh-huh. plays they are, but you know, I, I just like that old deerstalker hat and the, you know, the, I can't remember what Meersham is that Meersham pipe? pipe with a zoop. It's got that like that's a clay pipe. Meersham's clay as opposed mm. to uh, wood, briar, or whatever the hell it uh-huh. is. Just saying. All right, fine. Basil Basil played a great villain in Robin Hood with Errol Flynn, according to Joe, who texts to Real Mo. Matter of fact, I'll give you a little bit of clue about smoking a pipe. If you have a briar pipe and you break it in, you start from the bottom and you work your way to the top, each successive smoke that you have with the Meerschaum, I think it's M-E-R-S-C-H-A-U-M. That's correct. You start from the top. Point. And then you dump it out in the next smoke, because you, you know, so you, you work your way down from the top to cure it. Hmm. Seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I think, you know, that was one of my, I was off on that one. I thought pipe smoking was going to make a comeback, and it never... <laughs> It yeah. never did. I like think the maybe the, the lip cancer thing had something to do with it. I think yeah. it started to come back, and then it becomes the, oh, look at this nerd carrying around his tobacco pouch and yeah. packing his pipe. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I just yeah. remember my I gra- like smoking a pipe. My grandfather had one, and it was the ashtray next to his armchair, so it was one of those right. freestanding the ashtrays. Round one? Round with right. a, like a little concrete ball in the middle, because that's what yeah, you would... Cork. It was a cork. Yeah, yeah, it was a cork yeah. thing that you'd knock the ashes out, yeah, yeah. and you might have a half dozen pipes in there, yeah. all with the teeth marks around on the yeah. stem. <laughs> Zippo lighter. Yep. Uh-huh. And his Borkum Riff Black Cherry Tobacco. Oh, God. Actually, actually smelled good. It did? I, I oh, really, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Oh, Jim, you can get one that looks like a horse's head for a low, low price of $95. You should start collecting pipes. Mm-hmm. Pinkman uh-huh. has a nice supply. What? How much water do you have to put in? <laughs> Just a little Those bit. Those are my vases. <laughs> Why the hole in the Yeah, the pipe thing is the hole because then yeah. you know all of a sudden you forget you know something you're drawing in the smoke and then you get a you get a little yip, you know, and and it, it blows out and then the ashes fly off the, oh, out of the bowl and land in your le- you know it's just That's never good before you know it your shirt's on fire and oh I hate have that. to jump in the pool <laughs> no 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 how many times would you guess Brad's fun fact, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, boy. How many times would you guess elementary, my dear Watson? Was uttered by Holmes in this out of the sixty stories written by oh. Conan Doyle. Jim, huh? zero points. Really, zero times. Oh, how did we come question. up with it then? I think it was put in the movies, but with a ba- in a oh, Basil oh, Rathbone oh. movie. I think it was the character Sherlock Holmes played by Basil Rathbone, uh-huh. and the writer of the movie put that in there. It's elementary, elementary, my dear Watson. Huh. What do you think about that? It's pretty still- impressive. Yeah, no. 
Benedict Cumberbatch version's the best. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to, you like it, you like that, I like the other one, it's okay. All right. We won't do it anymore, it's too, you know, let's, yeah. he's beyond that. He's, he's, he's gone, Cumberbatch has gone beyond that now. He's a big star. He's a, oh, he's he a rat bone, too. He won't be doing it anymore. He's dead. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like Kinahara. Oliver Sholem. Basil. Yeah. Basil or Basil? I have no idea. Well, I've heard both. <laughs> yeah, but in the United States, he was always, it was always pronounced Basil Rathbone. Orlando City takes on New York City FC tonight. Jim, a must-win game for them to save their season. Isn't every game now a must-win? Without yes. a doubt, uh-huh. <laughs> they have to win every single game. Are they correct. are every single match. I believe they're six points out from that sixth place. Barrier where you know the top six teams would advance the red now, line after NYSC FC tonight. Then they go to LA to play against the Galaxy. Yeah, and that's and this Abrima, Sunday. Abrim, uh, I always mispronounce his name. Ibrahima, yeah, Ibrahimovic, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, former uh, European player, a fantastic player. He's the guy that came in to LA, gets off the plane two hours later. He's suited up. He's on the pitch and he scores a goal. It's like, <laughs> hey. Piece of cake, you know what I mean? That's no problem. They play with rookies. So, yeah, they play tonight, then they have to fly to Los Angeles, and they face that cat in the L.A. Galaxy, yeah. and that's that's a 9 o'clock game on Sunday night. That that'll get, that game, the Sunday game, will be here on Real Radio. Tonight's game is over on 96.9. MLS, it's like junior high. I come in, poof, goal. Oh. Yeah, he's full of himself, though. He's a, he's one of those. Oh, is he? He's, yeah. It's a, kind of a it's, ego it's, there. An, it's an act, but I mean, yeah. He, well, you don't know. No, he play, well, he deserves the accolades. He's a great player, but, I, you know, it's one of those kind of, kind of Muhammad Ali, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm the greatest. I'm fantastic. Uh-huh. How could anybody think otherwise? Blah, 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 blah. You mean kind of like you do when you win closest to the pin? <laughs> yeah, but I am uh-huh. very good. Oh, just saying. <laughs> I know a little about a lot. Uh-huh. I don't know a lot about a little. I'm not an expert in any one particular area, but I am just enough to squash the competition. By the way, what is my win-loss record? It is 76 to... wins, 28 losses. S- only 28 losses since wow. when? Oh, for Pete's sake. That's pretty it's impressive. Imp- it is an impressive one. <laughs> no, you you got to do what you got to do. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You know, Bob study hard. Uh-huh. Not too hard for me. Open book. Read. Open Ugh. book. Play competition. Squash them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slap, slap them silly. How many games would you estimate that you have played of closest to the pin? Oh, boy. How many years have we been doing? I believe the furthest back my records go for this when I first started writing it was 2003. Really? Oh, boy. We've been playing this game for 15 years. However, Mm. for many of those years, at at least the first 10, Mm -hmm. it was once a week and we would all play. We would each have a turn. So you would only be playing once a week. And then it wasn't until a few years ago that it went to every day where you would play. I'd say about three or four years you've been playing every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard work. <laughs> it takes a, it's a, it's a mental strain. Really? I'm absolutely exhausted after closest to the pin. Mm. Sitting there practicing my guitar chords. Uh-huh. You know, C. Really? Okay. C. C. Bling. Uh-huh. Now, when you on the when you go in there in the soundproof booth and you play the guitar yeah. for while you are waiting for your chance to play the game, correct? 
Do you play a guitar anywhere else, or is it only here? I'm not answering that question. Why? Why are you keeping this a secret? On on your last day, are you going to play a song for Serenade us? Serenade us with something? I am the Segovia of radio. Segovia. Mm-hmm. One of uh-huh. the great guitar players oh, of oh, all time. I see. When you He's ser- a little bit better than I am. He played 12-string. I'm only, I think, what is it, four? Uh, no. Five, six, and I was a wondering guitar about that. An acoustic guitar has six strings. Correct. Oh damn it! No wonder I'm. Not <laughs> You're not improving as fast as you thought. Can you serenade someone with instrumental music, or does it have to be? I'm singing? not. I'm not so saying anything. No, you can totally serenade someone with music. See, that's I was wondering. That's why I didn't use serenade because I wasn't sure if you had to. Yeah, I guess you and could. And I didn't want to ask serenade you to sing. somebody just by strumming. Just by up. playing a guitar, yeah. of course. But it would be. What? Yeah, I don't know if anybody's serenading, serenading, serenading. Would that be? Yeah, serenading. Yeah. Yes. Anybody with a clarinet, I guess you could, but mm-hmm. yeah, just not thinking that's. You know, when you think serenade, you think there's some romance. Yeah. Involved. There's no romance in Kenny G. Or Squidward. Oh. Oh, the Kenny G. You know the Kenny G. Oh boy. I can't remember the song, but literally every shopping mall in china when they close down the shopping mall at night they play a kenny g, that kenny g song there's one kenny g song really yeah huh. all over china these chinese they love kenny g is it that or is it they're trying to chase them out of the shopping mall <laughs> no it's uh, no they they something about kenny g and the chinese i don't know what it is going home is that it yeah yeah mm-hmm. And that's the, maybe you might be right. I mean, like, okay, that's the signal. We're closing them shop, closing oh, down yeah. the mall. Mm-hmm. Time for you to go home, Chinese people. And uh, <laughs> so they play, so everybody knows, okay, there it is. That's, that's, that's closing time. Or they just love the song so much that the mall says, hey, everybody loves it so much. Let's play it. Oh, now, for go. all I know, maybe they play it over and over and over when you're shopping. Can you imagine? Mm, no. You know, the Kenny G is a qualified seaplane pilot. You don't really? say I do say it's the Phillips file on real radio 104.1 time to go home time to get the news here's Big Daddy thank you Big Jim Weasel last week I told you about the Japanese town that had a ninja shortage they now have a surplus of ninjas in other unrelated news Several basements of parents' houses have been mysteriously vacated. Next, a town in Tennessee held a vigil for a wild turkey that passed away. Wild wild turkeys couldn't drag me away. Finally, a Florida man is in some trouble after trying to write and cash fake checks as various celebrities. It always has to be Florida, doesn't it? Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com And Transmission that's right. If you want to refinance your home or maybe you're looking for a new home, you got to pay for it. You need a mortgage. Mortgages made easy. That's wearenotthebanks.com. Brad Siebert and his team, they make it easy. Tell you everything you need, help you every step of the way. I did a refi with them. I know several people who have used Brad and his team at wearenotthebanks.com. They have a certified home buyer program that can help you get into your dream home and have the advantage in a multiple offer situation. If you are military, they specialize in VA loans as well. Check them out for all your mortgage needs. The website, once again, 
wearenotthebanks.com. Phillips File for a Thursday. No Phillips File on Friday. It's the Jim Colbert Show between the hours of 3 and 7. And every Thursday at this time, we spend a couple of minutes with Mr. Colbert to see what he has on tap for tomorrow. Hey, I missed the story on the I-4 Eyesore building. What was that all about? They, they've got it all lit up now? What's going on there? Well, it's so funny. It's the classic story of low expectations, right? Remember yeah. when they just put the glass up there and everybody's like, my God, it's gonna, it'll be open next week. Right. Same kind of thing happens. I guess they turn on the light system uh, either last night or the night before, whatever, and there's a picture of it, like all the lights came on in the building or oh, no whatever. And then people are like, oh, my God, the lights are on. It's almost open. And then you realize it's still just a shell. I mean, it takes just like five seconds of driving by it to look inside and realize that they're doing nothing. I mean, I saw a construction crew there yesterday on my way up to Longwood, and there's a building that's, what, 15, 18 stories, and there's like eight guys out there working. And I don't don't even know what they're doing. I think they always get, you know, the the, the story was always that uh, somebody would get a tip that the building inspector was coming by. So they'd send in a crew, you know, to be screwing in a light bulb when the inspector would come by. Oh, work is being done. That's why it's how, how many years has it been? Has it been there now? It's, it's not a bad. Be- it's not a bad looking building. No, design-wise, it's actually not a bad-looking building at all. And if you look inside, you know, it's, of course, built for that ministry. Right. The lower half of it has, like, uh, what looks to be uh, the makings of an auditorium, yeah, like yeah. an arena-type thing, where, you know, there's a stage and there would be blah, 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 blah. And, of course, I'm sure there are business offices. But, uh, you know, I don't know. That's uh, It's just, I don't know. Uh, I think it was it was supposed to be done, what, five years ago, right? I can't. Uh, I think it was not, supposed to be done 2001. I, yeah. yeah. Mo was telling me that uh, she had heard that there was a benefactor or somebody who handed over a big chunk of money. Because remember, it was always uh, the Bauer family, which I believe still owns the building, the property. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't want to take out a loan. They wanted to, to build this with no contrib- mortgage. contributions right. to their ministry or whatever you want to call it. And uh, maybe they just got a big chunk of money and said, let's go for it. I don't, I don't know the, the they real did. story. They're not quite there, but they still have a little bit of, uh, you know, they don't want it, all, the old ladies not to be able to give. So they say, oh, we're almost at the goal. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, I can never understand why the city of Altamont Springs or Longwood, whatever it is, didn't say, "Look, you got you got to you got to move on this, or you got to blow it up." One or the other. Yeah, I, I'm guessing it probably has to do with it being a little bit of a faith-based situation, and they don't want to deal with the out. Uh, maybe who knows? Uh, they don't want to deal with the, the blowback of closing in on. I mean, there's been enough time there. Where I, I don't know that if it, I don't know that anybody could be protected from that if the city decided to move, but. Even the owners, I mean, it's not like it's not a viable property there. And I think yeah. that's kind of what we're going to discuss is like, you know, what, how else could you apply a business to that and get it going? I mean, I, you know, they've done the hard work. And like you said before, uh, it is a good design. But, you know, part of that building internally, the concrete, like what holds it up, is built for something I don't know that you could use for another application. You know, I mean, what are you going to use it for? If you buy it for specifically an office building, what are you going to use to a four-story auditorium in your building for. Yeah, and I just wonder, you know, all those years of rain and weather on an, in essentially for a long time an open building, you know, that does a number on, on, on steel and metal and concrete and I don't know, well, more power to them if they get it finished some, some century. Let me ask, did you read that? Uh, what's the latest on your car, by the way? Are you moving on that or you got it in storage or are you, or are you like me, you just give up on it? 
I love the fact that you ask me about my car every time because you remind me of my old man. My dad would be like, what are you doing? You said you were going to do this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Actually, so check this out. So uh, the reason why that I haven't done anything that you've heard about specifically is because my son has been driving it. He, he had an accident with his truck. And because he's going into the Navy or like, it doesn't make any sense for you to buy a new vehicle. I happen to have this one. You can use my car until you leave. He went to MEPS uh, Monday or Tuesday, and he is waiting to hear for his contract and ship date as we speak to go to boot camp, blah, blah, blah. So with that said, he's been driving my truck for a little bit. And I've had my car back. So yesterday, or over the last three days, I've done a tune-up, you know, uh, uh, remove and replace the plugs, plug wires, uh, distributor cap, rotor, uh, set the spark, uh, set the timing and everything. Whoa, 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 so, whoa, whoa, whoa. You did or somebody did it for you? I did this in my garage in Baldwin Park. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually built, like, three cars in my life. One from the block up, uh, an old 240Z from the block up. It's a relatively simple machine where it gets interesting is in – uh, uh, when they start transforming over from the old 70s and 80s cars into, like, electronic uh, ignition and right. stuff like that, it gets real interesting. I couldn't work on a modern car. Like, if you asked me to work on my wife's car, I, 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 I don't know. I could probably change the tire, and that'd be about it. But uh, these old cars, man, it's such a simple machine. You can get in there and start blowing it out. So next thing for this car, for me, is now that we got it running really good, so it's fun. I do have a bit of an exhaust leak, so this weekend I'm going to jack it up and I think where the H pipe goes into the header, that gasket there, that circle gasket has gone bad or is not uh, seated properly, and uh, I've got to tighten that up to get that exhaust leak out of there. And then I'll order my Pro Charger and start putting some boost on that thing, man. That's what I do. I mean, I was just thinking, as soon as you were detailing all that, I was just, yeah, it's, that's what I do. Yeah, that's, that's, I had no idea what you're talking about. No, I don't. Let me down ask you the question. When your son brought the car back, there, was it full of gas? No, yeah. Oh, you. See, that's uh, a rule. That, that, that That's a rule. You, you borrow, borrow the car, car, you bring the car yeah. back, you better put mm-hmm. gas in it. It's funny. Even worse, he bragged about it having half a tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that a good thing? Did he see that as a good thing? He bragged about it. So obviously he thought I was like, hey, put a, there's a half a tank in there for you. I'm like, oh, you're so benevolent. Thank you so much, sir. I bow and not look you in the <laughs> eye as it upset you. <laughs> I'm running out of time, but uh, did you happen to did you read that New York Times article I left for you about music at restaurants? I don't know if you had time to read it or not. I thought it was fascinating. Not yet, but I have to tell you, I'm reading it tonight because I may wind up talking about it tomorrow because we talk about that in the restaurant business. You know, Vegas has been using aromas for many, many years yep. to to uh, they trying to find the magic that makes people comfortable enough or to spend more money. Believe it or not, Las Vegas has been doing this tech, or has been using this theory for a really long time in their casinos to create an environment Correct. where the aroma makes you want to that, that makes it more conducive for you to stay there longer and spend more money. I yeah, guess. I that's, yeah, psychologically speaking, it's part of human manipulation is to hit a sensory, one of your sensor, sense, sensory aspects whether it's hearing, smelling, whatever it is and to have, to at least start that experience, to have a pleasant experience. If you're going into a fine dining restaurant and they're playing, as I mentioned yesterday, brown sugar, I mean, somewhere along the line, you might say, what am I doing here? I'm not quite sure whether this is working or not. So they're trying to meld sounds to the particular dining experience. What's on tap tomorrow? What else is on tap? 
Well, you know, our buddy uh, Brandon Kravitz from uh, 969 The Game has got a massive promotion. And the, uh, our cluster there did a magnificent thing by getting the Orlando Magic on our side. Now we're going to talk to him about that. Right. And believe it or not, you know, Brendan O'Connor, who does Bungalow on the Bus with John Bustecker on our station at 9 o'clock on Friday night, I just read on his Twitter account that he has been able to go underneath in the cross spaces in like those secret tunnels under Orange Avenue uh, today. So we're going to talk about all that because a lot of people don't realize that there's a tunnel system what? that runs under Orange Avenue across from what used to be the Be- the Beecham Theater. Oh yeah. Because bro. apparently yeah. when when performers came to the theater, they would stay at the hotel across the street and to save themselves from walking across the street into the theater like everybody else would, they they would go underneath the road and come up in the back of the theater, which we've known for years has been there. But I had no idea that people had access to it anymore. We'll talk about that. I've been here since 1972. I've never heard that. I've never heard that there's a tunnel. Are you kidding me? No. I mean, there is a series of walkways behind and underneath those buildings on Orange Avenue, those classic old buildings on like Orange and Pine and Church and and all those oldest. No, I I mean, I've never, truly, honestly, I've never heard those stories about tunnels underneath Orange Avenue. Back in the days when the monsters, when we would go down there, for, and when they turned it into the club called Zuma Beach, yeah. and it was like 90s crazy down there, we would go down there, and the owners used to walk us back there and show us the doorways. They were like this old mortared brick, you know, that old winter yeah. park style. Yeah. They, they, would, they wouldn't wipe the grout mortar off. They would just kind of, and you'd see the doorway, and, and it was like, and I heard they used to do tours down there, or at least partially during Halloween and stuff. I'll be damned. I'll be listening because I have never heard that story at all about tunnels. I still don't believe it. I'll listen tomorrow. Have a good show tomorrow, will you? Thanks, buddy. All right. Talk to you later. Jim Colbert show tomorrow between the hours of three and seven. I have never heard anything about tunnels underneath. It's like, uh, like, uh, uh, what should I call it? It's vault. Al <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Geraldo points. Is there anything in there? Rats. Turned out to be not. Probably rats. Nothing. Rats crawling around big, hairy spiders, poisonous spiders, and they bite your neck. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Making sure we're on the same page, whatever the hell this is. I'm beating the crap out of the guy. I don't care if his junk touches me. Real Radio 104.1. From... Let's file for a uh, Thursday. Lines are open. If you want, want to play So You Want to Win, three rounds to So You Want to Win. Brad's True False. You make it through that. You go to Brad's in the News. That's a current events quiz. You make it through that. Ground three. 
It's Brad's who said that. I provide a quote, then it's multiple choice. You pick the person who made the quote. Mr. Pinkman, what are some of the prizes? Well, I'm glad you asked, sir, because today we have, in fact, some very good prizes that I'd love to tell you about. This right Did this now. Thursday kind of creep up on you, pal? No, you know, like yeah. when peppy, you leave... Peppy, peppy, You know, Come like on. when you leave a web page open and then it logs you out after a certain amount of time? I know that. Nope. Okay, just, oh, just saying that. Unrelated. We have a pair of tickets to go see Orlando City take on New England Revolution at Orlando City Stadium, August 4th at 7.30 p.m. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info on that. Four-pack of tickets to the Kennedy Space Center. You can find out more about that, kennedyspacecenter.com. Four-pack to see Dave Matthews' tribute band at the House of Blues Friday, August 3rd. And last but not least, a pair of tickets to Classic Albums Live, Fleetwood Mac Rumors at the Hard Rock Live, also on August 3rd. Again, go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. With each and every round of So You Want to Win It, you have two lifelines, Eddie the Shaman and Mr. Pinkman, both as lifelines. You don't have to pick one. Or the other, both are available if you want them. Eddie, do me a favor. What's up, my brother? Uh, don't call me again until oh. somebody dies. Oh, oh you like, called him on the phone, Eddie. No, I left him a message. I was going to send you a text, but the only it was earth shaking. The only reason no, I said, yeah. Eddie, what? Nobody ca- <laughs> nobody calls me. So when I said when I see, oh my he god, Eddie, to call and go. What happened? Somebody trying to get a hold of me. The only way they can get a hold of me is to contact Eddie. Somebody died. Somebody's been in an accident. Someone is in serious trouble. I go to the Jesus. What the hell's going on? I hit the playback or shut. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's Eddie now. Dude, brother. I know. You know, brother. I normally don't call you. I never call you. I just want to let you know that Tiger's in the lead because it happened. You have got to be kidding me. I wanted you to win money. You were excited. I could tell you were probably like, I wonder if he even knows. And as soon as it happened, I'm like, see, guess what? You know what? what the beautiful thing of it, Jim, though? You were the only one I called. You were the oh, only one you really yeah, he I called. Me. I know, Eddie. It was a, I, I know. You, it, he meant well. It was a, you meant well. It's a did. nice oh, thing sure to do. Oh, sure. Why? But did you, think you I have meant... to realize, I don't, you know, he panicked I just don't a get bit. I've never called panicked. you. I don't think I've ever called you. I know. Well, that's, that's why. What, that's why I said, what happened? He got panicky, Eddie. He got panicky. He got hit by a bus, you know, Pinkman, you know, he jumped out of an airplane and the chute didn't work. Yes. You know, Jack, I don't know what's going on with him, you know. You know, he chopped his hand off with a chainsaw. I don't know what's going on. Nobody can get a hold of me. Eddie, they got a hold of Eddie. Eddie calls me. It's like, brother, brother, dude. Hey, brothers. Tiger, oh. he's oh, in the man. lead. Oh, man, I just want to let you know. I just want to let you know, Tiger's in the lead. Oh my God. Um, did you did you at least save the voicemail? No. So that, oh, oh, oh I thought maybe because we're like, hey, five years from now, I could listen to this. And be like, hey, bro. Hey, this guy. <laughs> I still got a little Eddie. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I promise. He got a little unless it's an emergency, <laughs> I will not refer Eddie. to the phone number again. He panicked. You didn't have any idea this would ha- you would have this I impression. I didn't panic. I don't think the word is panic, no, but, but I did get, get a little freak out. I didn't freak out. I, you know, uh, I, I was concerned. It wasn't as I'll bad be... as he gets when Moira calls him. No, that's really bad. Um, I'm, I'm relaxing. I'm reading the New York Times. I'm spending my Sunday afternoon just, okay, this is, and then all of a sudden, all right, what happened? What's going on? Yeah, but it wasn't like I was like, hey, Jim, I have a new bit. <laughs> it was just, hey, man. 
Tiger's in the lead, which is like no one, you would have never, if I called you and said, or not even, I never call you. So even if I had said, like we talked about last Thursday, you're like, there's no way, Tiger will never, and there he was, literally in the the lead for the first time in over five years at a major. So what did I do? So okay, let me check then. And I checked it, and he was tied for sixth. Mm. Because he bogeyed the next (laughs) hole on his flop shot. But other than that... Mm. Other than that, um, so uh, uh, um, I beg your leave, my lord. I will never uh, ring so, true again unless well. it's a oh, I, know, I know you meant well. That's why I get But I really thought, okay, what, what's, what's happening? Was it freakier that I have your number? Because remember, uh-huh. you texted me that one time. That's why I have your number. No, I don't mind. I saved I don't that mind text, your head, by the way. You have to be very, I'm very, very, very cautious. I'm you cautious. Know, just... Look at me. I'm captain cautious. I'm like so Not cautious. Really. No, no, really. I'm the most cautious in the room. When you think about you it. think? Oh, totes. All right, here's uh, Bob. You ready to play, Bob? Yes. Here we go, Bob. True or false, you have lifelines. Remember, true or false, the White Oak Conversation Conservation. The White Oak Conservation in Yulee, Florida, mm-hmm. is one of only four institutions in the United States to breed the Somali wild ass. Is that true or false? <laughs> I would, I'm going to say um, probably uh, true, but it's that's true. all you need. You said true. Let's not go any further. Uh, Round works. two. Here you go. Uh-oh. Here's Mo. Uh, yeah, you're moving on to the category is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here is your question. Dateline, San Francisco. Elbert Big Man Howard has died at age 80. He served as newspaper editor, information officer, and logistics genius. Behind his group's popular social programs, the gentle giant was an author, jazz disc jockey, and lecturer. What group did he co-found? Oh, boy. Definitely a lifeline, please. Uh, Do you think it was a rap group? No. No? Uh, Was it a jazz group? Mm -mm. Rock group? I'll give you a name. Okay. I'm going to give him another name. Uh, Huey Newton? Huey Lewis and no, the news. No, Newton. Oh, Newton. Yeah, Huey uh, Newton and or the Or Bobby Seal, either one. I'll yeah, give you that's both. That's a giveaway. All right, that should uh, be a giveaway. They, yeah, uh, 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 grab, not grand, uh, Grandmaster Flash, uh, let's say... Um, Run DMC. Run DMC? No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, how, about, uh, how about White Power Black Panther? No. That's your Black final Panther. Oh, Black yes. Panther? Sweet! He started a co-founder of the Black Panther Party. Here we go. Here's uh, Brad's who said that. I'll give you a quote. Tell me who said it. You have lifelines. Quote, a good teacher protects his pupils from his own influence. Now, who said that? Confucius? Is it Mr. Miyagi? Uh, yeah, Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. from uh, Karate Kid mm-hmm. or Bruce Lee? A good teacher protects his pupils from his own influence. Confucius, Mr. Miyagi, or Bruce Lee? Uh, lifeline, if I could, please. Yeah, what do you think, as guys? much as I wanted to be Miyagi, I don't remember him saying that in uh, any of the movies before or after they painted the fence. Uh-oh. Secondly, <laughs> I don't think it's the other dude. I'm going with my brother, Confucius, because he's not confused. He's Confucius. Daniel's son. I think it's Mr. Miyagi. Even All though right. it wasn't really we have a son. split decision. Uh, Eddie says Confucius. Mm-hmm. Pinkman says Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. And we also have Bruce Lee. A good teacher protects his pupils from his own influence. Confucius, Mr. Miyagi, or Bruce Lee? Uh, let's go Confucius. Confucius. That's your final answer? Yes. Now, I'm sorry. It was Bruce Lee. Oh, nice it. work, guys. Oh, Excellent work. So sorry. You steered him uh, in the Rusty, wrong direction. Cindy, Brandon, Robert, Beth, hang in there. You're all up next. And so you want to win on Real Radio 104.1.
And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on, my NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off. So you want a winner. Well, I get, uh, get this going. Here's uh, Rusty. You ready to play, Rusty? Let's go. All right, buddy. Here Rusty. we go. True or false. Uh, one in four women confess to wearing shoes during sex. Is that true or false? Uh, let's let's talk to the lifeline. Yeah, let's see what they have to say. <laughs> One in four women confess <laughs> to wearing shoes during sex. Is that true or false, lifelines? I love the fact they had to confess it. That's the yeah, cool right, part right. there. Uh, I'm going to say they just admit. So, I think know. it's definitely true because sometimes when it's on, you don't have time to unlace those yeah. shoes. Eels on, bro. Game yes, on, bro. True. You're saying true? Yes, yes. Both say true. What do you want to do there, Rusty? Let's go with the guys. That's your final answer? Sure. That's true. Oh yeah. Okay then. <laughs> All right. At least get the mud off them boots. I know. Did you want to take Here's round out? two. Here's Mo. Oh, it sounds dirty. Common bond. Okay, this is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines, and yours is a common bond. I'll give you three things. How do they tie together? Jada Pinkett Smith, Kim Kardashian, and Real Housewives star Kelly Dodd. What do these three women have in common? Uh, guys. Are they all getting divorced? No. Nope. Uh, okay. Uh, they're starting a new woman's network. Mm-mm. They are up for strongest woman of the year. What? Pinkman, what do you Wait, think? Wait, who are they again? Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, yeah. Nice Kim lady. Kardashian okay. and a star of Real Housewives, Kelly Dodd. What do these three women have in common? Well, yeah. they, are they accusing someone of something? Nope. Maybe they all have a new scent or essence out mm. on the line. Yeah, oh, maybe. no. Oh, uh, maybe they have a new uh, phone case. No. I'm just going for it. Um, Mm-mm. Give me the best shot here. All right, then I'm going to say they are all supporters of the NRA Number. and gun movement. All right, Eddie says supporters of the NRA. What do you think, uh, Mr. Pink? Number one female Instagram follow. Oh, they're all big all on right, Instagram. Okay, pretty good Pink. answers. What do you want to do there, uh, Rusty? Let's go with Pinky. All right, oh, let's God. go with Pinky. No, no, they're Told all having you. guns. Vaginal rejuvenation surgery. I'll be over here. Aren't we okay, all? same. <laughs> uh huh. I don't know. It's a, a the latest fad. It's in Hollywood. This is the latest cosmetic surgery fad. It's not uh, breast augmentation. It's not a butt, you know, implant. It is this that these all three of these uh, women have done. Well, all right. There you go. Good I'm just sharing what's on the paper here. Thank you. There we go. Uh-huh. Beth, ready to play? Beth. Well, all righty then. Yeah. Let's go with them girls. All right. Uh-huh. Okay, Beth. Here we go, Beth. True or false? Uh, the dog days of summer are here. North Korean restaurants are serving up bowl after bowl of the season's biggest culinary attraction, dangogi, meaning spicy dog meat soup. Is that true or false? All right, boys. Help me. I think that's wrong, but... Uh... I- it just sounds I'm going to say, mmm, doggy, that sounds good. So I was going to go true. Pinky. I know there's a festival somewhere in Asia. That's that China. Can, oh, well, then this is uh, false then. All right, split decision, right? What do you want to do, Beth, true or false? Doggy, doggy. Um, then gogi, it's a, uh, a bowl of uh, spicy of uh, dog it? soup, spicy, spicy dog soup, soup, dog meat soup mm-hmm. in North I Korea. Oh, my God. And this is probably true. That's your final answer? Yeah. It yeah. is true. Another reason to hate those rat bastards. Who, in North Korea? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, let's move along, shall we, to second category. Brad's in the news. Here's your question, Beth. Brevard 
is in the national news as a social media phenom and file favorite has surfaced for five appearances in the past couple of days with a Facebook reach of 150 million and 36 million Twitter looks who is making waves on the Space Coast. I live here, and I don't even know this. Mm-hmm. I thought you'd know this for sure. Well, if you listen to this program. Mm-hmm. Well, I do listen to Well, you weren't paying attention, then. Mm-hmm. Go on. Well, sometimes I don't. Oh, well, <laughs> just admit it, then. Why don't you? Go on, who's making... Hi, come on, Pinky. What's happening here? Beth, Thanks, Beth. Beth. See ya. I, Beth, I think that's Catherine the Shark. Catherine, Catherine the, the Shark, shark too. Oh, well, I was going to say that because she's always... Okay, all right. That's all you need. Catherine yeah. the Shark, by the way, is the unofficial great white shark of, of the, the Phillips, Phillips file. file. Oh, all right, here we go, yeah. Beth. Uh, here we go, Beth. Here's the quote. Okay. Tell me who said it, Beth. Quote, you don't have to be naked to be sexy. Who said that, Kathleen Turner? Remember her from Body Heat? Oh, oh, yeah. uh, George Clooney, remember it? <laughs> or Nicole oh. Kidman. You don't have to be naked to be sexy. Kathleen Turner? George Clooney, Nicole Kidman. Hi, boys. Hey, Beth. Um, here's the thing, Pinky. I think it's going to be George Clooney because as far as I know, I know both those ladies have done nude roles, and I'm not saying that they said, hey, we did the nudity, but we don't need to be nudity to be sexy. Whereas, I don't I'm, Have you ever seen George Clooney in any movies without his clothes on? No. I haven't I, either. I have Damn seen it. Nicole Kidman nude Oh, big time. Times. We all have. Yeah. But, but I think maybe she's all like, I don't need to wear clothes, or I don't need to be naked. That's good, Australian. So she sounds just like Boomerang Bob. Yeah, she totally. does. I think they're related. Just twins. You don't uh, have to be naked to be sexy. I think it's going to be George Clooney. And you say what, Pinky? Nicole Kidman. All right, what do you want to do, Beth? Uh, let's go. Oh, my God, Pinky. I know, right? I hope you do this right for me this <laughs> Just pick time. one, Beth. That's all I need. Okay, let's go, Pinky. Oh, what would you say, Nicole Kidman? Yeah. That's your final answer. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, nailed it. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Kathleen Turner, she was... Remember they were in the bathtub and body heat? Mm-hmm. William Hurt. Yeah, really. Oh, yeah, bro. They couldn't cool off fast enough. Mm-hmm. The word is smoky. Smoky. Her voice, everything yeah. about her, smoky. I, I think I've seen <laughs> that movie 25 times. That and Romancing the Stone. And I never could understand why they didn't do a sequel to that movie. That's Poor one you William would, would is be in okay. jail. He's uh, looking through that yearbook. And he's going, oh, I've been had. And she's sitting I've on the beach. I've been had. She's sitting on the beach. Yeah. Well, I can't. Well, it's been so long. She's sitting on the beach, right, with the sunglasses oh, yeah. that she made out of her husband's eyeglasses that were left behind at the crime scene. Mm. <gasps> oh, Smart. Mm. Right in front of you. Right in front of you. She's so good. Maddie. <laughs> Smoky. Black Widow. Damn. Oh, get you every single time. <laughs> Cindy, you ready to play? I am. All right, Cindy, here we go. True or false? The Cracker Horse is the official horse of Florida. The so-called Cracker Horse. Oh, lifelines, please. Yeah, what do you think, guys? It Logically and literally, it makes sense, because Crackers were here in Florida, and they were the ones that moved the cattle. So, yeah. I. But the problem is Cracker Horse, Cracker Barrel, Cracker Cracker. Um... I think the Cracker Horse is a fake horse. So the I'm going to say no horse to the Cracker is the Horse. official horse of Florida. Eddie says false. No. What do you no. think, Pinkman? I say true. Palomino be damned. Yeah. So we got a split I'm decision. Gonna, I'm going to go false. Going to go flo- false. That's your final answer? I'm sorry. That's true. The Cracker wow. Horse is the official horse of Florida. It's a very small horse. comes from the horses that were brought over by the Spanish. 
Lots of endurance. Very small. Mm -hmm. Good horses, though. Wow. That's Not a amazing. lot of them in the state of Florida. They're raised by a few people, but anyway. one Good cattle horses. The cracker horse. Absolutely correct, though. I mean... First cowboys in Florida were called crackers. That's mm-hmm. where the term comes from. From cracking Crack their whips whip. to move cattle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halfway home, right, bro? Scots Irish, most of them. I love it. Game down from the Appalachia Mountains. We're Irish. You and I wear a clatter ring. That's well, another thing we have in common. You and I me, don't bro. think uh, cracker cowboys were working wearing clatter rings. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hope springs eternal. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. National Geographic has hired Jeff Goldblum to walk around and be professionally fascinated by things. They were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Next. An audit shows that a California DMV worker slept on the job for nearly four years. That explains why you're in line for a minimum of 16 months. Finally, a teen was arrested for breaking into a Palo Alto home and asking for the Wi-Fi password. He must have been playing Pokemon Go. That's still a thing, right? Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app, Alexa Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. City plays host to New York FC tonight. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. on our sister station, FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah. So you want a winner. Let's get back to So You Want a Winner. Here we go, Robert. Thanks for hanging in there. Ready to play? Yes, I am. Here we go, buddy. All right, lots of energy. Good for you. True or false? Oh, you're waiting for Rod Stewart tickets. <laughs> Here we go. Come on. Do the best that you can. True All or right. false? 22% of the U.S. population does not speak English at home. Is that true or false? Use your lifelines if you want true. to. You want to go true? Yeah. Right. That's your final answer. You're right. Round two. Good that you didn't right. take Eddie's advice. Oh. Here's round two. All right, here you, you go. You can usually say that. Uh, Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here's your question. While her critics are quick to dismiss her fearless accomplishments, her sophomore album has been certified diamond. Her record label boss surprised the singer after her show Sunday with a plaque. Who was made to receive such an award? Uh, give me a lifeline on that one. I'll give you two of them. Was it Carly Sue Jepsen? That's Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, her too. That's why I didn't know it. Um, what do you think, Pink? Who, who's Sophomore like... Sophomore album. Second string. Uh, is, uh, it's not Pink, and it's not those guys. No, no, no. Easy. It's got to uh, be a newer singer. Even I know this. Mm. Oh, uh, I got the answer. Oh, that's okay. What's going on? Well, yeah, ask you, your daughters. You what are you, daycare? Chuck E. Cheese. All right. Um, He's listening to his radio. That's a shortwave radio. How about Florence and the Machine? No. no. Somebody more modern than that, Eddie. Uh, uh, Pinkman, you're, you know. Uh, dude, I don't. I mean, I'm trying here. Uh, easy. Uh, we gave it's you several easy. clues. Yeah. Okay, can I hear the clues again? Uh, her critics are quick to dismiss her fearless accomplishments. Her sophomore album has been certified Diamond. Her record label boss has surprised the singer after the show Sunday with a plaque. Who was made to receive such an award? Sia. Nope. Not not Rihanna. She's no. been around for a while. Umbrellas. Um, I, I don't know the music. Fearless, Diamond, Made. 
Lord. It's not. Buddy, Lord. you have any idea? Is it Lord? No. Robert, you have any idea who it might be? Because they don't know. I don't think he, I don't think he knows. Okay. I think his radio's on. All right. That's what I just Let's said. Let's move on. Shall we? He was so trying so it? hard. Though. I was trying hard. Who too. is it, Mel? Oh, the answer? You don't yeah. want to save it for the next guy? But he said he was trying to win tickets we're not even giving away. That's <laughs> also true. Oh, I'm Okay. Yeah. The answer is Taylor Swift. Yeah, say goodbye to Robert. Wait, Wait sophomore she's album? Had more than two albums. Did you're high. You guys got to be smart, Robert. She's been around a but lot now longer. Her than... sophomore album was certified diamond. Her sophomore which, album. Which means st- sales and streaming equivalent of 10 million units. Yeah. Hello. Okay, well, the way the question was written. Hey, yes. in her second we didn't write them. Mm-hmm. Who wrote this God, one? I'll email you, Brad. Brad, Brad you're an OU alum. Brad Bobcat. What are you doing to me? Mm-hmm. Brandon, here we go. You ready to play? <laughs> Enough of this nonsense. Come on, let's get those uh, tickets to something. Here we go. True or false? An average of 71 Americans are killed each year by tornadoes. Is that true or false? An average of 71 Americans are killed each year by tornadoes. What do you think, Brandon? I'm going to go with uh, true. That's your final answer? Yeah, good for you. No lifelines. Good for you. Round two. Here we go. Brad's in the news. Yours is a common bond. Three things. Egypt, Dubai, and Cyprus. What do these three locations have in common? Mm, I'm going to need a lifeline on that one. All right. mm-hmm. maybe, they're, maybe they're the three hottest places on the planet no. right now. Well, they're they're so hot. No. They may be, but that's not what they're known for in this one. Best How places, about the though. Tallest buildings in the world. Egypt, Dubai, and Cyprus. Yeah, I could also add Greece and Zimbabwe, it Wild says here. But... Fires. Oh, wow. No. Dang it. Um, sandstorms. Bad economies. Uh, they're having water problems. No. Zimbabwe, you no, they're the best places for... Ooh, raising your family. Stargazing. Yes, that's what I want to do. What? Stargazing. Uh, oh, they're the best places gazing. to watch a Lunar sunset. Eclipse. A what? Lunar eclipse. Lunar eclipse. That's your final answer. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yeah, best sunset. places Jeez. to view the lunar eclipse. <laughs> There's so much sky there. I'm yes, saying. really. There's more Anywhere. sky there than there is Anywhere here. Anywhere else. Nope. It's true. Uh-huh. It's true, bro. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, he's going to pee. Oh, boy. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Hey, we, we, we're going on vacation. We're really looking for a lot There's of a sky. There's a lot of sky. Where do you got sky? Oh, sky I don't know. Here? Why don't you go to Zimbabwe, dude? People, we're looking for sky here. I mean, there's more sky in Zimbabwe than there is Cyprus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. God almighty. Eddie. God, you are a piece of work. Uh, You are. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. But he's our piece of work. Here we go, Brandon. Here we go, buddy. Here it is. Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. A little chaos around me keeps me sane. A little chaos around keeps me sane. Who said that? Nick Nolte, Charlie Sheen, Kelly Ripa. A little chaos around keeps me sane. God, that sounds like something... Nolte will say, but man, Charlie Sheen. I, give me a little help, Alice. Yeah, what do you think, guys? I thought you just said it like a minute ago. Um, I'm gonna go with the um wonderful Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. I'm See? gonna go with the wonderful Nick Nolte. We got a split decision. So we have Nick Nolte, Charlie Sheen, or Kelly Ripa, who said at one time, "A little chaos around keeps me sane." I gotta go with the lunatic. I gotta go with uh, Charlie Sheen. Going with Charlie Sheen. That's your final yeah. answer. Nope. Should have stuck with Nick Nolte. Oh, oh, bro. oh my God! Oh, now that Jeez. was a mugshot. 
You remember that mugshot, right? When he yeah. got arrested for driving and his hair was all like, he was just, I felt oh. so bad. Yeah, well, pretty pretty I loved him, man. He was so good. He's such well, a he's good not actor. dead. He's still around. Well, good point. I hope he's in rehab because he looked horrible. No, he's all. He he's had all a out. He's, he had a struggle, didn't he? He had, he had a, struggle. a struggle, but it's all you know. That's that was years ago. All right, good. That's beautiful. Then that's a feel-good story. I, I feel good. I got more tunnel information for you. <clears throat> oh, under the city. Yeah. What about it? Downtown. Uh, yeah, Detective Barb sent it over. I, the I never knew there was tunnel. a tunnel. Well, built in 1921, the Beecham Theater on Orange Ave was once the place to be entertained in downtown Orlando. Did you go to the Angebel Hotel? Dur- yes. Yeah. During the heyday of vaudeville, big name acts such as Siegfried Follies and, and bandmaster John Philip Souza mm-hmm. would stay just across the street at that, what is it, Angelbilt? Angelbilt. Angelbilt Hotel. Yeah. Once considered the finest inn in town, yeah. some performers would use the tunnel to avoid adoring crowds in the uh-huh. street. But check this out. It, it wasn't a, a, a big tunnel. They said at, the, at best, it's five feet high, and at some points, at the lowest point, it was only three feet high. Oh. So it was a challenge to get through it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the Beecham was turned into a movie house in the late 30s and then is a now a nightclub. Yeah, the Fatty Arbuckle showed up there once they had to use some <laughs> margarine to get him through there. Oh. <laughs> Marshall, you ready to play? Yes, sir. Here we go, Marshall. True or false, spiders can fly through the air hundreds of miles using electricity. Is that true or false? Spiders can fly through the air hundreds of miles using electricity. Ooh. Uh, let me hear what uh, Eddie and uh, Pinky have What do you think, say. guys? True or false? Very spiders. true. Yeah, Extremely they... true. Mm-hmm. Because, yep. again, when you think about it, Pinkman, if electricity mm-hmm. can make your hair stand up on end, something can be sitting on the end of your hair. That could be a spider. I say it's true. Mm. Electricity. Agreed. Pinkman. All right. I they agree. say true. What do you want to do? All right, I'll go with the guy. That's your final. Yeah, that's true. It is. It hey, is. round two, let's move Good, so we can get Eddie going. Let this be a lesson to everyone. Proof positive that no one is immune to social media body shaming when their beach body is exposed and then retweeted. Despite a strict diet and training regimen, it's hard to look hard next to a supermodel who was told to take a hike on Twitter. Oh, uh, what do you think, guys? Unfortunately, it's about Jimmy Garoppolo dating a porn star. All right. Pinkman? Okay. Uh, that's not it, I'm assuming. Mm. No, if you agree or... Uh, yeah, sure, I agree with that. Okay. It sounds right. All right, what'd you say, Eddie? Uh, I said it was Jimmy Garoppolo and that he was dating a porn star. What do you want to do there? Uh, there, uh, there um, uh, who we got here? Uh, uh, Marshall? Marshall? Yeah. Somebody was body shamed and... Stuff, yeah. Janine Gar- Garoppolo? Or Gar- no, Garoppolo? it's not Janine sure. Garoppolo. No, no, Garoppolo. He's the quarterback for the uh, 49ers. Okay, oh. there you go. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, it is a quarterback, but it's Tom Brady. Oh, Eddie, oh, oh Eddie, oh, you're so confident, you too. Oh, man, alive. Dude, everyone's been talking about that for the last week. They've been body shaming him because, you know, here he's standing next to Giselle Bunchen. You know, yeah. and he looks like a schlub. I want more to go. Here we go, Paul. Come on, let's get this, Paul. Let's win a prize. True or false, Starkist Tuna is currently owned by Dongwon Industries, a South Korea-based conglomerate. Starkist Tuna, currently owned by Dongwon Industries. Is that true or false? Uh, that doesn't sound like it's true to me, but uh, what do you boys think? Sounds true to me. Sounds true to me also. They say true. What do you want to do? Sounds true to me. Sounds true to me. Yeah, they go. Round it two. It is true. Very Good nice. Job. A common bond for your second category is Reba McIntyre 
Cher, and Hamilton. What do these three entertainers have in common? Oh, boy. Uh, can I get some help from the sure. guy? Sure. Aren't they going to all put out new albums? Because I know Cher wants to put out an album about ABBA. Oh, because yeah, of Mama Mia. Yeah. Reba McIntyre, Cher, and Hamilton. Yeah. Because Hamil uh, well, Hamilton's oh, a musical. They're all right. coming out on... Wait. Not on TV. Because Hamilton's being recorded to show in the theater. They're all in theaters right now. Movie no. theaters. Or soon. No, no, no. Oh. Um, Come nope. on. I, th I thought uh, Big Daddy had in the no, news. No, I did. Oh, Mo had in the mm -hmm. news. Thanks oh. for paying attention. I did. I, I, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, they're all uh, they're all up for a Grammy. They're, they're Sign up for here. Something. Oh, they're no, all they're up all for contracts. Going to Massachusetts. No. Close. Sign here. Oh, they're all in a something about JFK. Mm. They're in a documentary about JFK. No. Mm -hmm. Sign here, sign here, sign here. You better get it because you're running out of time, dude. Oh, I don't God, know, Mayor man. Quimby. Uh, Something Jack. about Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Something about Kennedy. Uh, Something all... about Kennedy Center Honors points. That's your final. Nice. There you go. Here we go. Who said that? Here we go. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Uh, quote: A private industry or a state or local government can't prevent a sophisticated hacker if they are intent on hacking. Who said that? Florida Senator Bill Nelson, James Comey, the former director of the FBI, or Mark Zuckerberg? Well, it sounds like something that Zuckerberg would say, but uh, what do you boys think? I was going to go with Zuckerberg, too. Also the same. Yeah, guess what? It's not Zuckerberg, so it's either Senator Bill Nelson or James Comey. I'm going to go Nelson. I'm going to go James Comey. Split decision. I knew it. I'll... I'll I think uh, I'm going to have to go with Pink one. Is Nelson smart enough? Senator Nelson. Senator Nelson. You betcha. Yeah, baby. There you go. <laughs> Finally, a winner. Thanks for playing So You Want to Win a. I was the one who picked Nelson. Yeah, you were. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. It is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shop. Okay, Eddie, time to redeem yourself. Let's get that chi flowing. Nothing like some sweet redemption, my brother Jim. Thank you for the time. As usual, brothers and sisters of love, first things first, I come bearing gifts. Jim, for you, I ran into our good friend yeah, Daniel got, yeah. at uh, Angel Kale, and you remember we tried some kale chips many years ago. We did. We're not going to eat them now. This is, I got you the Texas. He brought you a Thank gift. Thank you very uh, much. From Angel Kale, my man Daniel, and Mo, for you, I got chocolate. What? And for Pinkman, he got birthday thank you, cake. Eddie. Hey, don't thank me. Thank Daniel for from Angel Thanks, Kale. Daniel. Saw him down at uh, Lake Eola at the Farmer's Market. If anyone ever gets a chance to walk around, the Farmer's Market's really a lot of fun. And if you're actually going to be in Tampa this weekend, I will be there on Sunday hosting Prego Expo in Tampa. We'll be there from 11 to 4 p.m. over at the Convention Center. So if anybody's pregnant and you want some really great stuff, stop by the Prego Expo. But Jim, right now, we got to head to the temple. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, deep breath. Let it go, <sighs> and relax your thoughts, relax your minds, and relax those eyelids, and just keep them closed unless you're driving. Because now, brothers and sisters, it's time for a harmonic convergence, only meant in the temple. So as we approach the temple, oh, it's beautiful. The sun is shining. The wind is blowing. There's beautiful green flowers everywhere. And as you can see, there's a sign that says, bless all with the light who enter here. And right below it, of course, is our four words that we live by for the rest of our lives, fairness, generosity, modesty and patience because if we practice them every day and we adjust our attuned knowledge to what's happening in the very moment that we are there and we stop the pendulum you see the answer 
And the answer is feel that positive energy on the other side of the door. So now, dude, let's not hang outside. Let's go in. Oh, so boy. we open the door to the temple and you can smell the thick nag champa. You can hear the love bells. You can see the wind chimes. And of course, your power animal is waiting for you at the door. And as you connect with your power animal and you begin to go into the temple, you'll notice there's a cool blue breeze kind of floating around you. And you're thinking, why do I have a cool blue breeze right around me? Because now that is the time for you to remember now, brothers and sisters. It is time to feel the stress and the past melt away. As the stress and the past melts away, you start feeling lighter, you start feeling more open, and all of a sudden there you are. There are messages from beyond. And one of the messages, it says, embrace all the colors of the spectrum. Now, I know what you're thinking, but what if I don't see all the colors of the spectrum? That's okay, because sometimes, Jim, did you know that you're a cloud and I'm a cloud? Did you know that? I know, I'm stardust. Because, yo, if you're a cloud and I'm a cloud, the connection we reach, we are a rainbow. Because that's the thing, if you think about it. In your mind, the two clouds are there. What is that bridge? That's the rainbow. So what I want you to do is see all the colors, accept all the colors, and most importantly, breathe all the colors. Now, maybe you're not embracing all the colors. That's okay. Let's go over to this other room. Ooh, all oh, that room is so comfortable. You know what? Oh, do you feel it? It's called pure bliss. Yep, that is pure, uncut bliss. People are all smiling and they're happy and they have little smiley, sparkling eyes and they're looking at you and they're all drinking tea and they're all just so happy. It's so blissful, but why? Because they've let the stress of the past fall away. They are a rainbow. And most importantly, Jim, yeah. they are passing the chi and the prana from my heart to yours. Yeah, pass the chi, please. You gotta pass the chi. Thank you, Jim, because as you know, you have good prana. You gotta share that energy. You gotta show them the path. <clears throat> you have to be on the way, and that's why, oh, the loving in my heart. Jim, do you feel the loving in my heart? I do. I, can't I know. Yeah, it's, it's too much. You guys, I know. That's why, Jim, that's why you gotta get out of the pure bliss room. It's too much. I know. It's Sometimes overwhelming. It's just too much. I've been blissified. So let's go into this quiet room. Okay. Oh, it's so Because, Jim, sometimes if we take away all the sounds of everything else uh -huh. and you only listen to your breath and as you steady the pendulum and you feel your heart breathing, you can see and you can hear the tones of happiness. They're dancing around you, but you have to make a choice. Do I want to be happy? Do I want to be happy? And if you want to be happy, grab one of them. Hold on to it. If you don't want to be happy, don't grab onto it. Maybe leave that happiness for someone else. Hey, brother, I've had enough chi. Why don't you have a little of mine? So now think, as you're listening for the tones of happiness, yes. what's happening, Jim? I'm starting to release tears of joy. When was the last time you released some tears of joy, Jim? Tears of joy? Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I can't remember, Eddie. I sometimes do it when I look at your wife's pictures. Sometimes they're just so beautiful, I start crying. Because they are. They're so creepy, beautiful. No. Dude, the beautiful black and white picture of a horse. You're the one who took that photograph? Yeah. Did, did you, you take, take the picture? No. no somebody took the photograph of my wife when she was topless on, on that yeah, boat. Eddie. No, she's not showing. You know, she's from I have back no on. idea. Uh, some office, what you're talking about, guys. Some perv took it. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't there yet, and I didn't call you that weekend. But what yeah. I did think about was extending my soul to you. Oh, Jim, thank you. I want you to know that sometimes when I'm in the temple... I not only meditate about you, but did you know they're going to build a statue of you? It's a creepy one. No, they're going to build a statue. No, it's quiet in the temple. Jim, listen. Do you hear car horns? Do you no. hear angry people? No. Uh -uh. What do you hear? Nothing, Eddie. 
Exactly. Just and, that's, and that's why we're in the temple, bro. Oh, okay. I'm just your guy. It's the Eddie Temple. I'm just a shaman, man. It's just all happening, man. It's the Eddie Temple of bliss. I love it. And that's why, brothers and sisters, extend your soul to someone else. Who's your champion, man? If you don't know who your champion is, you need to seek out your champion. You can go up into the upper worlds, find your spirit guide, or go down to the power animal and say, I need to find my champion. But one thing I want you to be is unafraid because now is the time, brothers and sisters of love. I want you to imagine an ant, Jim, a teeny little ant, Jim. And you know what that ant told me to tell you? What? He said, Jim, be patient. He's an ant. It takes him a long time to get places. Jimmy also said, hey, man, honor the present moment. Hey, Jim, guess what? Yeah. I love you. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, I love you, Eddie. Thank you. And most importantly, brothers and sisters of love, you have to find the joy in the now. And sometimes, Mo, what do we have to be? Be the the balance, Oh, the balance. I thought it would be the ball. So now, brothers and sisters of love, take a little deep breath. In. Let it go. Ah. If you want to stay in the temple, stay there. I'll be there all weekend. But now remember three things to carry you through the universe. Peace, love, and the Phillips file. Extra special. Kale Shaka. Shaka. Kale's good for you. Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Blissed out, dude. I think I can get out of my chair. I'm going to get out of here. Jim Colbert Show tomorrow between the hours of 3 and 7. I'm back on Monday at 3 right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina Sealane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.